All right, well, let's start this episode, episode 92. People, we have a full house. My name's Tim. I'm here with Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Everywhere you look. Shut up, Jeff. Yeah. Nope, nope, I'm out. And I'm uh, here with Kyle. Hello, sir. Hello. Star Hi, Wars Kyle. Club. And Daniel, who, of it's course, carries story. the show with the best background. Lovely Daniel. lady. <laughs> and Derek is here. Derek, good to see you, buddy. Hey, it's nice I to meet I missed you so much. It hurts. Derek is, oh, of course, was... sporting the Halo background uh, because Halo comes out this week. The, the campaign of Infinite comes out this week, and I am so excited for that. It's, I can't the, only reason why I'm on, it's the only reason why I'm on the show. I yeah, don't even care about you guys. It's back all in Halo. He's, he's, gotta gotta dump, uh, he's got to dump the hype somewhere, and it's just on our hearts. So <laughs> He's back yeah. in Halo. All right, well, we've got some a few different uh, pieces of news to cover. We've got several different games that we're playing. Before we do any of that boring nonsense, I want to talk about the Game Awards, which airs this Thursday. Um, I've whined plenty of times on the show and to you guys on the side about their timing of the show, but you know what? I it's agree. happening, and I think Kyle's usually the one who does this, and it's it's really good for my soul, where I'm like, this shouldn't happen this way. This is dumb, and he's like, I'm just glad it's happening, and I'm like, ugh, you're right, but it, don't be so positive. Hey, they're both yeah, valid yeah, points. Stop being they're so obnoxious. Bad. That's, that's what you should say to me more. <laughs> um, I actually... Uh... His positivity. He has positive energy. Jeff, quit shaking your head. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> Shut up. You can't just say suck him off like it's no big deal. I'm sorry. I I actually feel properly sucked off right now. So Wait, I think Kyle didn't even get to hear the end of that compliment. No, he didn't. <laughs> it's okay. But isn't I, he sucking him off though? Because I'm positive too, and this guy was always badgering. Uh, I, I'm like up. I'm like chaotic you are neutral. Not that. I'm chaotic not neutral. That. I, I agree know, I'm with the chaotic that. neutral. I agree with that. But yeah. Kyle brings a level of positivity about even topics he does not like, he's like, hey, that sounds cool. That sounds great. Where most of us, we can try that, but we're not as naturally good at it. So I just Kyle, think I so used to lovely. be like Kyle. Because I, I remember when I, Kyle and I first connected and like beyond and all that stuff. It was because we were probably one of the few. We weren't the only ones. One of the few that was like always hyped for games and always positive. Yeah, I totally Because you're always, yeah. you're always surrounded by negative people. Now, obviously, as I've gamed less and just gotten older and more bitter, I have turned away from my light sideways. And You've I'm embraced your crank flark that's deep within you. <laughs> yes. Crank flark. But I still have, like, I crank still get excited about games. Uh, you know, even though I don't game as much, I still try to find the positive in most things except... Whatever Jeff's got in that background, that solar ash, that's that's a no. That's a Dude, no. That's, that's a hard no. It's a good You're game. Don't even like talk it, about it. I mean, you put the you put the subtit- uh, subtitle of Indy in there, Jeff, and it's just you can't win with him. I mean, it's no. just not gonna. No, I think anything that's published by Annapurna Interactive, Derek will break the screen, whatever it is he's watching it on. Like, nope, Annapurna, get out. There's that cat game coming that out. I don't think you can be mad at a cat game. Yay, right there. Annapurna. Yeah. Annapurna. Is that like uh, a thing? Annapurna's a freaking mountain. I bet you couldn't climb it. Uh, <laughs> bro, that yeah, sounds like a got, perfume. We got, we got, I bet you can't climb it, bro. That's the trash talk. It is. I can actually speak to it now. It's kind of crazy. You're too out of shape to climb that mountain, bro. You couldn't do that. Unless it was a dude, a dude named Keith. Well, before we get to talking about Solar Ash or our hype for Halo, and I want to do both of those things, uh, I do want to talk about the Game Awards and make our predictions so far. And I know, Derek, you weren't here to make your nominee predictions, but we can reset the points just for our winner predictions, too. But for the nominee predictions, we already covered this, but just as a recap, in case you missed it, Jeff currently has 30 points, so he had 30 correct nominee guesses. Kyle had 28, I had 27, Dan had 23, 
Um, Derek was perfect, 100%. Derek. Got all predictions yeah. correct. Um, yeah. I mean, he wasn't there, but he he texted me later and was like, I, I predicted all of the, these. And I was yes. like, zero. Oh, okay. Well, That's, I guess we count. I guess we count it then. I guess Whatever. we count that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's how that works. So. <laughs> But we actually do have the nominees. Tim's now. lying. I just took a picture of my PC and said hashtag PC Master Race that with a bro. Uh, with I was the bro say, emoji. like a picture of your crotch or something. Like no pants. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I am wearing pants tonight. Some okay. kind of uh, stop sign at some point. Yeah. Yes. Full stop. Full, full stop. stop. Full stop. All right. Um, so we are going to make our predictions based on the nominees that are now out of each category. And I figured let's include the categories that none of us care about just for fun because that's silly um and if you don't want to make a real pick that's that's fine because i'll get i'll take those <laughs> i mean I tim I, I i think jeff and i were very serious about our you guys picks, uh, we're very serious very um serious. but i kind of don't care about the i kind of i can't care about the esports ones i just want to read you guys <laughs> so we're not going to actually guess those we'll guess all the ones above esports so we'll start at most anticipated and work our way up so like content creator we'll guess at that um but for the esports stuff, I have to read you Jeff and Dan's entries, even though we're not going to officially guess these. So Jeff's entries for and his five in a row of best esports game, athlete, team, coach, and event. I cannot believe those are actual awards. Um, like I get, I get the general one, esports team, but the fact that you're voting for a coach, what is this? So Jeff, his picks in order are who, and then he picked the. His third pick was hell. Fourth was even. <laughs> And his last one was cares. So, <laughs> I'll so let collectively. Yeah. Yeah. Who the hell cares is his pick. Um, good luck with that. <laughs> for all five of those. Yeah. I'm shooting um, for uh, for cares. And I Dan, hope that cares wins. for best esports game, Daniel picked Dota two. Uh, for best esports athlete, he picked no one. For <laughs> best esports team, he picked your mother's butt. For nice. best esports coach, Ron Swanson. And if he doesn't win, then Absolutely. it's it's. Rigged. Rigged, rigged, completely rigged, and his Absolutely. best esports event was one way, one way ticket to Pound Town. One way ticket to Pound Town. Absolutely. I don't want to make. I feel really good about We're all, we're all grown Wait. men. That's what, that's <laughs> what that is. <laughs> we are adults. All right, guys. What is your? I feel really good about this. For most anticipated game. Oh, you know what? I forgot to bring up the actual nominees. Give me one <clears> second. Uh, where they go? There they are. Speaking uh, of okay, one-way so, ticket to Pound Town, that's what uh, Derek was trying to do with Kyle just a second ago. Just give him a amen. Ticket to Pound Town. Amen. Hey, oh. I, uh, compliments going to take me through the rest of the week, so everyone can screw off. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, most anticipated game. The nominees uh, are Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild 2, and Starfield. Keep in mind, this is not your most anticipated game. You're making a prediction on what the Game Awards selection will be for this. This is mm. super hard, I think. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll start. We'll just go in alphabetical order here. So, Dan, what is your pick for uh, for that? For most game of the year? I... Most, no, this is for most anticipated game. Oh. Wait, wait to listen, you dumb shit. Well, I mean, go and... Or, <laughs> dude, don't even fucking start with me. I swear to God. <laughs> Everything's oh, been smooth sailing. The real current gen episode, right? Everything's now. been they're smooth together, sailing, right? and then you show up with your face and your stuff. Uh, so I did Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> All right, and uh, D- Derek, which of those do you think is gonna win? Breath of the Wild two was not an option, bro. Yeah, was, I'm gonna it go was. with. Actually, it was. <laughs> it was, but it really that's my, does. Yeah, that's probably my choice too. I'm gonna go with God of War Ragnarok. Okay. That is correct. Jeff, that's your pick. Yep. All right, Kyle, what do you think? I'm going Zelda as well. Okay. I think 
and I know it's probably because of recency bias. I'm, oops, I'm gonna say they're gonna pick Elden Ring. I think. So I think, I think that's. Well, I think we got a great. It is Achilles' show, so that's a good guess, actually. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, since it's Achilles' show, it should be just Kojima, whatever right. he's whatever he's doing. doing next. If they don't kiss this year, I'm <laughs> right. Kojima's next they tweet better, is our most anticipated game. and Kojima better kiss on stage, or I'm quitting. I know it's I'm a bigger it's a bigger romance than Ross and Rachel. It's like just get them together already. <laughs> I hope they I hope they kind of slip a little tongue too. I'm pretty. Oh excited. yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, best debut thing. indie game. The nominees were uh, Kana Bridge of Spirits, Sable, The Artful Escape, The Forgotten City, and Valheim. And my prediction is Valheim. Kyle, what do you think? Valheim? I think it's going to be uh, Valheim as well. Yes. God, I hope so. And Jeff? Yeah, I went with Valheim. Uh, Derek, what do you think? Kana, what Sable, was... Artful Escape, Forgotten City. Valheim. What was the category? Because I I'm trying this, to follow oh, this your spreadsheet. This is best debut indie. Oh, so okay. it's under if, if you're looking at the spreadsheets under winner predictions tab at the very bottom, you'll see winner predict. Oh, 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 I was in nominees. Okay. Yeah, either of those will work. Um, just want to point out my maturity for not saying the same thing that Derek just said to me a second ago about. Uh, you just did it, so you're immature. So, nope. So what uh, you, just pointing it out. <laughs> what best debut. Indy, okay. I'm just gonna go Valheim, even though I absolutely hate that name word. Hate that name word. All right, let's go with content creator of the year. Dan, who's your pick? <laughs> I mean, us, obviously. Obviously, we're the, we're, we're the best. We're just. The I hope one. that we win. We do have a write-in campaign, listener, so make sure that you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we're just we're the that. best. Yeah. Um, do I actually have the nominees for this somewhere? I can't find them. Do, do, do. I have them in front of me, but these are all gibberish to me, so I have no idea who these people are. I don't either. Um, you know what? I'm going to say, wasn't there one girl? I'm going to say the girl. I'm going to The cute girl is a, who, what was that, Jeff? Yeah, yeah that's, oh, man, I don't. Good I'm guess. Gonna, yeah, I, I put guess. the cute girl. Yeah. It's a good guess. That's a good I'm guess. I'm going I mean, cute girl because it seems like an easy point. <laughs> what if there's two uh, cute girls? I don't even know who y'all are talking about, but her. <laughs> that one. Just put me down for whatever. Cute all right. girl. Unanimous. He does be, create the best content for sure. Full stop. All right. We'll put you down for the girl too. Okay, guys. Let's get into the actual. I just category. want him to half stop one day. Just half stop. No, I got want him to guys. absolutely actually stop. Like just seriously stop. Like, please, <laughs> for the love of God. Best multiplayer. Uh, it's Back for Blood, Knockout City, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, It Takes Two, or Valheim. And my prediction for that was it takes two. What do you think, Kyle? Uh, I'm going to go back for blood. Okay. And Jeff? It takes two. Eric? I mean, I want it to be back for blood, but it's going to be it takes two. And? I went Valheim, baby. I really hope Valheim wins for that. Or back Valheim. for blood. Be for that, too. Um, all right. Back for blood wins something, but I don't think uh, a lot of our yeah. favorites are going to win. Yeah. Um, I haven't played It Takes Two, and I keep telling myself I gotta play this, but I just haven't yet. Um, best sports racing. This is gonna be a really tough one, I think. Um, I heard, <laughs> it's I heard wide Madden. open. Madden's pretty good. All right, mm. so the mm. let me find this. Okay, we got F1 2021, FIFA 22, Hot Wheels Unleashed, Forza Horizon 5, and Riders Republic. Is anyone not picking Forza Horizon 5 for this? I swear to God, if this Hot Wheels game wins this. I'm gonna lose it. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, Hot Wheels Unleashed is pretty good, but but is it's it fun Forza? for uh, like three races. It's yeah, be it's good. better than Forza, you know. 
No. Nope. That's where we're going, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's I just boring. got my copy of Riders Republic, so I'll definitely check that out. But nobody's going to come close to Forza. I played a little yeah. bit of Riders with my daughter. That's actually kind of a fun game. It's just not my personal favorite, but it's pretty fun. Um, yeah. It was right. worth I got it for like 20 bucks. So it's worth yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's, that's, that's about what it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Um, all right. Best sim or strategy. It is weird that Microsoft Flight Simulator is nominated for this, but it is. So that's one of the nominees, along with Inscription, Humankind, Evil Genius 2, and Age of Empires 4, which is my pick as Age of Empires 4. That's what I think. Kyle, what do you think? I think it's going to be uh, Microsoft Simulator. Okay. I'm going to go sim too. Okay. And Jeff? I thought it won last year, so I went Age of Empires 4. Okay. And Dan? I want it to be Age of Empires, but I just feel very strongly that it'll be Flight Simulator. A little mm-hmm. weird that it could win two years in a row just because it came yeah. out. Did it, did it Did it? get nominated last year and win? It won uh, last year. I thought uh, so. I thought it won. So how was so it nominated again? Yeah. I'm 99% sure it won Console last year. Some, someone looked that up since I got spreadsheets. Um, yeah, I was going to say, is it PC last year? Yeah, yeah probably. Xbox, Xbox this year. year. Yeah, it won last that's, year. That's, I'm looking at it now. That's still yeah. stupid because we have games dumb. release all... That's like saying... Um, Genshin Impact had the same thing with mobile game. Like, yeah. like they got nominated last year. Then I, I, can I yeah. change mine then? Because I don't feel good about that. <laughs> yeah. I, they could yeah, still win, I'm, though. They could still I win. I mean, it could still win. Yeah. So. No, I don't think so. That's re- I, I would... Oh, that'd be so dumb. I'd be mad about it that. Be, uh, no, I have to go Age of Empires because like all that's right. crazy. You know what? Change mine too. <laughs> Suck it, Microsoft. Well, if they, they made you that, can't they, win they two that one years too? in a row, and then like the second year it wins on a lesser version of the game. Like no, <laughs> like no way, no way. I mean, That's insane. I was going to change it too, but I'm not a follower, so yeah. keep mind the way it is. I mean, okay, I'm passionate about it. Whatever, <laughs> might win. All right, best family game. It takes two Mario Party superstars. I mean, new, very po- new, new Pokemon Snap. Uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury or WarioWare get it together. Dan, what do you takes think? Two. Pokemans. Dan uh, Derek says it takes two. Dan says Pokemon. Oh, you're going with you're going with your favorite, Dan. I don't understand it. It's there's no way Pokemon Dude. Snap's gonna Are you win. You kidding me? It's the highest grossing franchise out of any franchises. They don't right. give a shit it, about that. That game they does have about... nostalgia for days. People wanted that game so bad, but I don't All know right. anybody who's playing that game. So I'm also I'm also on the It Takes Two bandwagon for this one. Even though I'm not I, saying it's the best game for kids, I think they will pick it. it that's what I'm saying. It's gonna that, win almost any category. It's I don't think so. Like, I disagree. A, I think they're gonna spread the love. I think. WarioWare is going to get it for this one. Are you aware? Is Jeff pick Kyle? What do you think? It's also I gotta say, it, I think this you know is what? the one that it takes two wins and it doesn't win the other stevia. ones. Choke on your stevia, bro. Ah, well, that's just mean. Choke on your soda stevia. for wokes. <laughs> for all right, best fighting so game. It's I think it's been a, a weaker year for fighting games, from what I can tell. Uh, Demon Slayer, which I won't try to read the whole title. Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, or Virtua Fighter Five. This and it's easy. It I think. Be good. I think if it's not, I'm yeah, that's crazy. The, the only one on that was the one that reviewed well. Yeah. yeah. It's the only, it's one the one only on the real actually, fighter that it's a, yeah. that would actually be an MLG. Like if they did or Evo or whatever they call it, you know, like that's, I will be buying it eventually. Just wait. Yeah, same. It, it was on sale. Like just uh, it might be this this week uh, on the end of the year sale or whatever. Pretty, pretty game. It looks really nice. Great music, uh, too. Best role playing game, of course. Uh, we have the weird nomination of Cyberpunk 2077 for this one because of the timing of last year. Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei Five, and Tales of Arise. I think this one's actually kind of a tough one to pick. Uh, Dan, what do you think? I, I picked definitely Tales. I've, okay. 
It's very favorite. good. Very Derek, good. Not, who do you think will win? They're not going to pick it. It's because you're anti-Asia. You damn uh, it's not me, it's them. Okay, they're the racist. <laughs> okay. Tales of Arise will win it easily. Mm-mm. That's my pick as well, actually. I, I think it's going to so. win. Jeff, so. you guys are lying to yourself. I, I, I think it's going to be Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Mm. I don't even care because because it's actual artists who like pretended to be other artists in world to make in game. Like I think like they're gonna really pump up like how the music is made and. Yeah, this is RPG. Oh, I thought it was music. Oh, I'm so dumb. Uh, it's Tales. 100% Tales. Okay, got it. Okay, I'm the weird one going Monster Hunter Rise. I don't even consider Monster Hunter Rise an RPG to be honest. I will say this though: if Cyberpunk's gonna win an award. Uh, like they would win it this year compared to last year with all the negative press around it i think it would have struggled mm. in anything to be honest with you the only i think music which i'm pretty sure it's nominated for is the only thing it's it's capable of winning okay. cyberpunk that is i and think Jeff- it would have won or could have won this year if they would have released the series x and ps5 update and in yeah, working condition it yeah. took the full year to get the game working though so that, that was right. out of the question it looks like too much negative press for that game to ever have a chance to win any legit yeah i i agree with that which is why i think a superficial award like like music would be the only thing it could win which it has great music so and it is and, uh, I, again i'm pretty sure it's nominated for isn't it it is it okay, is yeah. jeff you said uh monster hunter for that one right Did I get that yeah. one? okay monster hunter rise specifically since there were two monster hunter games this year and they're both RPGs. Um, all right, best action adventure game. The nominees are Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Psychonauts 2, which is my pick. I think Psychonauts 2 will win this. This um, one's really tough, honestly. Kyle, who do you think will win this one? If it's going to be Psychonauts 2 or Ratchet for me. I'll, I'll go Ratchet, <laughs> just to go different. I'll go Ratchet. Okay. All right. Jeff? Uh, I, I keep going back and forth between Ratchet and Guardians, actually. Um... I have Guardians in there now, but uh, let's do Ratchet. Wins later. Let's do Ratchet Clank. Let's no. Let's do Ratchet Clank. I'm probably gonna go back in there and fill in actual nominations for the esports one, anyways. So (laughs) (laughs) you can, but you're not getting points for it. So hey, whatever, uh, man. That's no bonus points. You can. You can give yourself bonus points. Uh, Derek, who do you who do you think? Um, Action. I mean, I disagree with this pick, but it's Ratchet. And Dan. I actually like every game except Psychonauts 2 more than Rancher on that list. Yeah. It'd be you know it'd be interesting. I think I think it's the least likely to win this category is Resident Evil Village, but it'd be great if it did. I think that's a great action adventure. I mean, yeah. No, absolutely. I think it's least likely to win though. I don't know why. I feel, I feel, like, I feel like Guardians of the it. Galaxy is actually the best action adventure game out of all of them. I mean, I, that's the one I would have That's, that's the one I would yeah. want to win. Yeah. That's my first that might be my personal pick out of this yeah. list. I don't know yet. Same. I, Same I was going to say, it's probably... I mean, that's as adventure as it comes, honestly. Yeah, that's... it really is. It really is. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, so, wait, Dan, you said Psychonauts. Psychonauts. Too, right? I just think, yeah, that seems like that has a good chance of winning. So. Yeah. You guys are right. getting a little too Microsoft on me. Let's let's get back to the pony side. I mean, you're, right, you well, are the Microsoft. Oh, it's coming. This next one's got a Microsoft... Uh, hey, I keep picking pony stuff. So, for best oh. action game, the nominees are Back for Blood, Chivalry 2, Death Loop. There's some Sony, Far Cry 6, and Returnal, another Sony. So, Dan, who's going to win Best Action Game, or which one's going to win Best Action Game? I will say Returnal. Okay. Derek? So, I want to say Deathloop, because I think Deathloop's going to, spoiler, win the Game of the Year. But I think they're going to give it to Returnal, because they know Deathloop's going to win Game of the Year. Okay. Interesting. Jeff? Interesting. 
I think they're going to go with Returnal because the combat's better than Deathloop. Yeah. Burn. Burn. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, I mean, I'm De- Derek's right. Phone. I think they're going to go Returnal because Deathloop is going to win. Yeah, we're, all, we're all picking Returnal here. I think it's because when you look at which game is the best in this genre, just the action genre, it's Returnal. So I think that's what they're going to pick um, out of all these. All right. Uh, VR and AR. Augmented oh, reality. If he was, oh, he had it in his Resident bag. Resident Evil, Resident Evil Four. Uh, yes, we've got Hitman Three. I expect you to die too. <laughs> uh, Lone Echo Sorry. Two, Resident Evil Four, and Sniper Elite VR. Um, I've picked Resident Evil Four for this. Anybody else pick something different, or is that yeah. about everyone? Right, I went with Hitman Three. Hitman Three for Jeff. Okay, Kyle, what do you think? Got to win something, man. That game's amazing. Four. Sorry for and Derek yes, and Dan. Yes, but Resident Evil Four like reviewed really yeah. good on. Yeah, and Hit- Hitman Three was only on PlayStation, and um, oh, okay, no one cared. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. yeah, I picked RE Four as well because they seem to yeah. do a lot of work with that. So I think it'll. Oh, that doesn't sound biased at all. Nobody here loves RE RE Four already, right? Shut no. up. Biased. Uh, 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 like twelve-year-old game winning some kind of award. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this uh, this accessibility when we were chatting about this earlier today, and I think Jeff and I came to the same exact conclusion. So the uh, I think it's um, what's the word I'm looking for? Something in accessibility. It's like it's not advancement. There's something in accessibility. Innovation. Maybe it's innovation. There's something about, hey, this game has taken a step forward somehow in accessibility. I feel like that's the phrasing and the description of the category, but I could be wrong. Um, but the nominees are Far Cry 6, Forza Horizon 5, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and The Veil, Shadow of the Crown. So if you're listening to this and you recognize four of those because they're super high profile, big games, and the other one sounds like, is this an indie game? No. The veil was actually specifically made for blind people. It's got no visuals oh. in the game whatsoever. So okay. that's my pick: is the veil, shadow of the crown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what to pick for this one, so that's smart. It's like so obvious uh, when you look up details on that game. You're like, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, obviously that's gonna win. Yeah. All right. So that's my pick. That's Jeff's pick. Kyle, Derek, Dan. Yeah, I mean, no. I'm going to pick that not even because I think it's like the most accessible, but like it's such a Keely thing to do to be like, hey, we're going to go with the little guy in this one. I will say so. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to pull a Kyle here and say, I think it is cool that they made this like someone made a super, game that's specifically yeah. for folks yeah. who don't get to enjoy. I think that's super games. rad. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. It is cool. Yeah, I, I will Derek, say I that I'll switch mine to that, too. Yeah. Um, Ubisoft and all them do a really good job of um, they're very inclusive in this area. Yeah. All these games are really, really good at uh, accessibility options. Yeah, Far so. Cry 6 started reading the menu to me, and I didn't even ask him to. I was like, stop. Yeah, Forza does it every time. Yeah, Dude, the second I hear that just annoying robot voice, I'm like, please stop. Just immediately. <laughs> I'm like, stop. Just, yep. I'm gonna take All over. right, best community support. Um, so this is different than ongoing game. This is specifically, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's necessarily just the boards or how they communicate on Twitter. I don't know, or in, on Discord. I don't know exactly what this is, but it's I assume it's social media presence, like who responds. I think it's, yeah, I think it's an overall vibe of how they communicate with their, yeah, with their community. So however they do that, um, it's Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, or No Man's Sky. I'm picking No Man's Sky. I do feel like they've talked and communicate with i was thinking that best community support would be like the community like supporting the game like it's still active and alive could be seems like it could be a lot of things so i would go fortnite okay fortnite um can you say one more time for me 
So we've got Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Final Fantasy fourteen, Destiny two, Apex Legends. I'm gonna say Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay. You all just picking shit we like now. Okay. No, I don't like that. Why, why are you so win. Why are you so offended by that, Jeff? That game is like one of the most successful MMOs working right now, and yeah, they exactly. and I know the links that they go through to talk to their community, and I haven't played that game in eight years, so. And I Dan, just hear so picture, much about right? it, yeah. yeah. Right. Dude, Yoshino, Kyle, you don't even need to explain yourself to Jeff. Just tell him to choke on a stevia, and then I'll thank you. So we're switching from we're switching from penises to stevia. Is that what we're? <clears throat> we're yeah. trying to be a little bit healthier in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> too, too many calories? What? Like I don't need. Yeah. Since Jeff Keely told us it's time to turn the calendar over. Hot dog packages have a lot of calories. Okay. Jeff, what's your pick for community support? Oh, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky and Dan, you were Final Fantasy as well, right? Of course. Final Fantasy 14 is not going to win anything this award dude, show. Dude, Yoshi- Yoshida like fell to his knees apologizing because they had to delay Endwalker like two weeks. He was like, I'm so sorry. I like, really think we should look up what this uh, award there's, is because there's, so there's community. so much hype around Endwalker. Let's not look it up crazy. because it's going to be 14 that wins and then I'm going to laugh at Jeff a lot. Just It's going to be I won't. I'm going to be silent about it, but I'll, I'll go, boy, I was so right about that. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking. Welcome, Mike fanboys. Fall Guys won last year, so I don't even know what this award is. <laughs> I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I think it's player base. No, I, I think it's. I think it's like the community says we want something, and then the developers go, "Okay." And then Destiny Two won the year before that, so I don't. I don't Destiny even know. Two is very hands-on with their community. They, they are. That tracks. I don't see a description for it that I can find. So now they um, just don't listen to their community anymore. I think so the description is anything that Jeff doesn't agree with. So All the, right, which, it's only been the last two years that it's been present in the award show. So uh, I don't. I don't know yeah. what else. I mean, maybe to, you guys are it. right. I just took it as like like a popular ongoing game. You know what's not going to win 100% Fortnite anything, period? Because that game is 17 years old and no one gives a shit. Dude, so. I mean, 100% could yeah, win. Yeah, it could still win. Yeah, it absolutely I really hope could it win. wins. You guys, I don't even like this frame of mind that y'all are in right now. Like, there's I no hope way Fortnite's going to win and we okay, have to will that on. But all right? I hope it wins so when I come back on the show three months from now, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, I can exactly. rub it in on y'all. He's just going to be a dick in the well, chat. Well, be like, we don't know what you're talking about. You're like, remember back in December, you know? <laughs> All right, guys. So what's gonna win? I told Jeff to suck on his stevia. What's yeah. the... still Lego doing Fortnite it? Fortnite one incubus. Fortnite incubus. <laughs> what's the best mobile game? Is it Fantasian, Genshin Impact, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Marvel Future Evolution, or Pokemon Unite? I'm going with League of Legends, Wild Rift, even though I don't think it came out this year. But I'm gonna go with that one anyway. Oh, Kyle, Genshin. what do you think? Oh, you think Genshin? Um... Okay. Yeah. Put its name yeah. one more time. I knew there was one that, that stood out to me. You got Genshin, League of Legends, uh, Fantasian, Marvel, and Pokemon. The Marvel one, ma'am. Okay. I think the Marvel one. Uh, Jeff? Oh, I went with Pokemon Unite because I have no idea what to pick here. Okay. Dan? I mean, the actual objective answer is Fantasian because it's uh, Sakaguchi, the creator of Final Fantasy. So. Oh, my God. Dude, that's, you know what? When you answered answer. with your heart and the previous predictions, you finished in a distant fourth place. Yeah, so just I'd rather go with my heart than whatever Jeff is scoffing about. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. You're just that's so fair. bad. How are you so bad at it? I'm not yeah, bad. Really I'm picking not. the right answers. They just don't agree. All right. Which oh, game I actually reviewed really well, so I don't. Which you know, game will win for best indie? Is it going to be? I hope you minutes? use that on your wife. I mean, I'm actually <laughs> right. I, I you just don't agree. 
Oh, that'll go over well. Yeah, that's a great way to come to a compromise. That always works great. Um, and best indie is it going to be Twelve Minutes, Death Store, Canaan Bridge of Spirits, which is also up for best debut indie, which is a little confusing to me. Uh, Inscription or Loop Hero. So Twelve Minutes, Death Door, Kana, Inscription, Loop Hero. I'm going with Death Door, although I think it could be Kana that wins. But I think Death Door will win. Uh, Derek, what do you think? What is this for? Indie. Best indie. Yeah. Your favorite category. Ooh, so 12- I actually think, unfortunately, it's going to be Twelve Minutes, that trash ass game. That was a great people, game. You're I wrong. think people hate. I think people hate that game. So <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, the reason Jeff? I get online. Uh, I mean, I guess if Kana wins any category, it's this one, but Death's Door feels like the sure, most sure bet. Okay. Dan? Category. Yeah, Death's Door. It's got the Zelda vibe, so. Dude, Death is such a good game. I, it's one of the only games I've 100%ed in recent memory. Um, mm-hmm. I love that game. Uh, Kyle? Uh, Death's Door. I think Kana wins the other one. I think they built that whole category for Kana, to be honest. Oh, so do you want to go back and change that one? Did I, what did I choose? You had Valheim, Valheim like the rest of us. No, no, because oh, Valheim's gonna win that one. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, okay. All I right. think Kane is gonna get robbed. Yeah. yeah I forgot you. I was against Valheim. I think Valheim is more popular than. I mean, you guys know. Never mind. Like, I think. Yeah. I'm also surprised it got nominated since Valheim is about sixty percent finished. I think something like that. Mm. They do this all the time though, where they award a game that's in progress. Yeah, Fortnite like, was awarded, right? Yeah, they, yeah. They, they right. won. That's yeah. True. So I could, that that's why you know Valheim I thought was a shoe in for that one. Early access or whatever they called it. Yeah. Listen, I know this one feels kind of redundant because we've already done community support and stuff, but whatever. Best ongoing game. Uh, We're just making predictions. Then that's that's the award that I was confusing with. You want that for Fortnite? I don't know if they're nominated. Uh, Let's see. We've got. Oh yeah, it is. Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, Final Fantasy XIV, Genshin Impact, or Fortnite. I'm picking Apex Legends here. Not really based on any knowledge. I'm just taking a swing. Same. Oh, you're Apex Legends, Jeff? No, I, I took a swing is what I was aiming. Oh, Call of Duty uh, Warzone? Yeah, Call of Duty Warzone is my guess. I have no idea, though. And Derek, you're Fortnite on this one? Yeah, which means I would need to change best community support, but whatever. What do you want to change that one to? Um, Final Fantasy no. or... Not a tryhard uh, like uh, Dan. No Man's Sky. No Man's no, Sky. I don't know what about that is tryhard exactly. I don't think you understand the definition of tryhard. <laughs> you keep trying hard to get your shit to win. It's not going to win, bro. You're a tryhard. Get out of well, here. Well, I mean, Dan. I'm part of the voting community or whatever you Shut mean. up. That's 14. Dan. Okay, Final Fantasy 14, of course. And Kyle? No Man's Sky was part of that? Uh, no. Best ongoing is Apex, Warzone, Final Fantasy, Genshin Impact, and Fortnite. Oh, man. I'm going to say Genshin Impact. Right. This is the kind of category. I love when we're all different. Yeah, because can, someone's going to pull in the lead there. All right. Games for Impact. Um, we're going to lean on our resident um, emotional boy. Uh, <laughs> Cry Jeffrey. boy. Um, let's see. Where did, where did that list go here? Where is it? Games for Impact. He's texting his wife right now. To there it tell, is. Tell her how upset he is that I keep hurting his feelings. I'm sorry, Daniel. I'm really sorry. I didn't know if you were talking about Jeff because (laughs) that was—is this the one that made him sad? The before. Uh, So we've got so we've got before your eyes, boyfriend dungeon, life is strange, true colors, chicory, and no longer home. And based on um, Jeff's report last week, I almost picked before your eyes, but I'm going to go with life is strange. I just feel like that's the most mainstream one, and we'll win. That's my pick because life is strange, true colors. Kyle, what do you think? Life is strange for me as well. Derek, you too. Life is strange, rainbow, for sure. Jeff? 
educate yourself is before your eyes. Okay. Dan, were you won over by Jeff's case last week? Well, it's just a couple of details. He seemed he said it the in the ending was impactful and then like the actual uniqueness of the gameplay just kinda was like, oh, okay, that seems different. So Yeah. All right. So you guys you can just pick- YouTube before your eyes reaction and you'll see you'll see what I you'll see why this just is people crying, happen. just tears. I mean, just oh my god. And dude. then Derek reacting to those videos being so curious. many streamers <laughs> that were like not ready for that at all. I'm I'm still gonna go with Life is Strange. Cause you're dumb. Kyle's not dumb enough for doing it. Tim's not dumb. Enough to, you're just dumb. Cause you are just dumb. It's, you just are. When it comes out of your mouth, it sounds dumber. So much All hostility right. in like 40 minutes. Jeez. I had to take a second to, to talk to talk to my son, and so you guys are going way off the rails. Okay, best performance is it? Um, Eric. Dad Amari. leaves the room for a second, and the kids go crazy Trump. in both of his houses. <laughs> Eric Amore, I know it's so true. Eric Amore played Alex in Life is Strange. Giancarlo Esposito, Far Cry Six. Jason Kelly from Deathloop. Maggie Robertson, Re- Resident Evil Village. She played uh, Lady D, and then Ozioma Akaga. I'm sorry. I know you know her from Akaga. Uh, it's time, it's so. okay. Okay, yeah. uh, Jeff uh, from Deathloop. I'm gonna pick. Um, the girl I can't say her name from Deathloop, even though I feel like it might be Giancarlo. I'm on this, I'm on the verge, but I feel mm-hmm. like her performance in Deathloop is gonna win people over, and I think they just love Deathloop over there, which is fine. I think it's a valid pick. So that's my prediction: is that uh, Oziyama is gonna win. Uh, Kyle, who do you think? Uh, same as you, Tim. I think uh, she's a she win. Okay, uh, Jeff. I don't think Deathloop is gonna win that much. I think they're gonna spread the love. So this is where I went with Life is Strange. Okay, pick to Erica Mori. That's a, good, that's, a good, that's a good pick. Uh, Derek? Kyle knows, yeah. That's a good game. Yeah, it's uh, Ubisoft has definitely paid money to win this award. Giancarlo? Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> he might, and he was great in that, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Uh, by the way, one of the, reasons, yeah. one of the reasons I love Deathloop, and it's probably going to easily be my game of the year unless Halo is as good as I think it will be, is the interaction between the two main characters. Yeah, great. It, it really is great. Their conversations are... I literally laugh. And a Their lot banter of is awesome. Make, yeah. Don't yeah. be... Like, they're hilarious. Yeah. Yep. Like the way work. they cut each other off, it's almost like... Oh, yeah. It's us. <laughs> so it really sounds like... Goes, it sounds like they're in the, the same response, room, right? She just hangs up. She says yeah. something snide and rude and then hangs up. It's, it's like, like they're literally in the same room just being people. It's not even characters. It's just they're just two people that are just, yeah, with the history oh. and everything. So, Dan, who do you think is going to win? Yeah, Oziyama as well. Yeah, she's okay. fantastic. Yeah, she is really great. I mean, Colt is awesome, too, but she's just, yeah, a little less. Honestly, we're nominating I, somebody I went to high school. That's so crazy to me. The yeah, that is. That is. Yeah. I actually think all five of these nominees did a great job from what oh, I was, yeah. uh, I just am firing up Life is Strange this way after we record tonight. That's my game to play tonight. And I'm sure she did a good job on that, too. I just feel like all the performances in here were great. I loved Maggie Robertson. I didn't even know that was her name. Her as Lady... However you say it. Lady, Lady, Lady D. D. And Dimitrescu. She was, she was great in that role. So, yeah, anyway. Um, With Life is Strange, I, I lean that way. And I feel like the voters will because she is more way more present in that game. You know, mm-hmm. whereas... whereas uh, Juliana and Colt are like sharing a role, kind of. Sure, sure. Yeah. And it relies on their banter. Whereas with what's her name, Alex, she's like, I mean, you're her. It's yeah. I mean, the whole game hinges on her performance. All right, so this is not for score and music. This is audio design, and the nominees are Deathloop, Forza Horizon Five, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, or Returnal. I'm going with Resident Evil Village. Um, I 
feel like the sound effects and oh, yeah. environmental stuff is just perfect in that game. It looks like Jeff and Dan picked the same thing for that one, right? Yeah, yeah. Same for me a well. lot of the horror relies on that, I feel like. Yeah, Kyle, you too? Yeah, Kyle. I think that's yeah, it's so going to win. Derek, what do you think? I'm going to go with Village, but I will just a shout out to Forza Horizon 5. Like, I know it's no different than really <laughs> the other four games, but that's kind of the point is they nail every sound of. I yeah. mean, think about it. You got hundreds and hundreds of cars, and everything's accurate. Everything. Yeah. And the only reason I'm not picking that is because it's, it's winning sports, um, for sure. But yeah. like, yeah. like sports, you're right. Like, especially if you have headphones in and you're really cranking up the volume, even with music on, you can like the sound of what surface you're on. It's so yep. good. It's everything. You know, every every part you change on your car changes the sound of your car yeah. as well. And like, yeah. it's, that it's game, very noticeable. that game is so good, man. I'm so mad it's not nominated for this for Game Awards. Yeah. It's so Same. good for for best game overall. You know, it's a shame to not be nominated for audio design, and that's unpacking. I mean, am I right? Unpacking. No? I mean, you can say what you want about it. The audio design <laughs> yeah, is really good. I <laughs> it is. I think, I think what we're, we're really all mad about is uh, Crash Bandicoot not being nominated. That was for you, Gaston. That was for you. Crash. Really? There you, you go, just Gaston. have to throw that in there, huh? I got there you. you. Go. I got turn you, it off now, Gaston. I got you, man. Get that spoiler cast on the way. It's just the problem. Our number no one, one wants, No one wants to yes. attend it. That's the problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, we have it scheduled. Nobody shows up. <laughs> no one shows up. We've scheduled it like five times. Just and keep no one pushing shows it up. back. Just keep. Gaston, I hope you're happy. I'm back. I still hate you, and your choice in games is trash. Go ahead. All right. So best score in music: uh, Cyberpunk, Deathloop, Near Replicant, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, Dan, I'm not, I'm not reading the whole title of Near. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy oh, or Artful Escape. Um, Dan, who do you think which game's gonna win best score in music? Well, I don't have the numbers in front of me, so near replicant. Bias. Bias. Uh, Derek, which game's gonna win best score in You're music? Bias. I'm gonna go with Cyberpunk. <laughs> I assume this can take into account the soundtrack too, right? Yes. Best score in music. So that's um, why I felt. That's I feel like that's how Guardians got nominated as well. Uh, Jeff, what's your pick for this one? Uh, Artful Escape. That's like the entire point of the game. Yeah. yeah, I almost yeah. picked that one. The music is incredible in that game, especially because they have to create these loops that go fluidly mm-hmm. depending on what you do. It's really, yeah. really good. Uh, Kyle, what do you think? I think it's cyberpunk, even though I think everyone in the crowd's going to boo. <laughs> Dude, if they straight up boo, <laughs> that might actually happen. No, I, I, think, I think, yeah, I think the people who vote, like, I think people who, like, play games and, like, the media will vote for this game, but the people in the crowd, they're going to boo, for sure. I picked Cyberpunk for this as well. I do think the music in that game is excellent, um, and I it's think it's one, way to, it's one way to kind of show them, like, hey, I know you came out last year, but here's an award. Like, I think it just feels uh, yeah, like... Yeah, so. I, I think there's going to be... Because like, I don't those. think they'll win Best RPG, but we'll see, no. we'll see what happens. Um, okay, now we're up to best art direction, and I they don't really have a best graphics or best visuals. This is the closest thing they have to it, so this is an interesting one. Uh, so Deathloop, Cana Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, or The Artful Escape. I'm going with Deathloop on this one. Mm. I think I, I think that's what's going to win. Uh, Kyle, what, which one do you think? I don't think they're going to win this, as much I think Psychonauts think 2 wins this one. Psychonauts 2, okay. I'm going to go with Kana. Ooh, I think we're all going different. This is going to be fun. All right, uh, Kana for Derek. Jeff Dan. is a tryhard, so he's definitely artful escape. Go Dan ahead and write that in for him. I'm a tryhard, too. Dan, you're artful escape, <laughs> Yeah, artful right? escape, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm Ratchet game. and Clank, actually. Yeah. Ratchet nice. and Clank for this Jeff. Is, okay. yeah, terrible. Well, we, really, we spread it out there, yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Way to spread it, guys. All right, best mm. narrative. <laughs> That's what um, she <laughs> I just That was a softball to see who wanted to take a swing <laughs> at that one. I didn't even catch it. 
Um, all right, best narrative. Death Loop. It takes two. Life is Strange. Two co- true colors. <laughs> two colors. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or Psychonauts two. Dan, which one's gonna win best narrative? Mm, I did put down Life is Strange, but now I'm wondering if I want to change that to Guardians because I haven't voted for them. I'm gonna change it to Guardians. You know what? Guardians. Yeah. One with your heart works every One time. With my heart. One with my heart. <laughs> uh, Believe in the heart. <laughs> um, I haven't played it, but I heard that. It takes two has a good narrative, right? Is that why people so like I've it? I've heard too. Yeah. I heard it. I heard it's good. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna go with it takes two. Okay. <laughs> don't sound so disappointed with your choice. Uh, right. yeah. I don't like voting for games that I think are stupid. <laughs> That's fair. But again, so this vote, is predicting, vote with your heart. Predicting. So this. Yeah, is, yeah. We're, you're not, it's not your vote. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. All right, I'll vote with my heart. University of Michigan. <laughs> That's what I vote every time. They win yeah. Please, every please year. be Iowa. Please be Iowa this year, uh, tomorrow. Nobody cares. Uh, Call it sports or dumb. Jeff, who's going to win? Which is gonna what win an best. old, cranky, ugly ass. I hate you, face. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Oh, God. Jeff, who's going to win? Around best? me now. Uh, I feel like uh, Psychonauts is going to win one category, and it's going to be this one. Okay. For, for Kyle? what? That's narrative? I think this is the yeah. one that uh, Life is Strange wins. Life is strange. Me too. That's what I think. Because I feel like they're going to spread everything out like they kind of somewhat do every year except for they last year. They do, but why? Damn, you're just spreading it out wrong. That's all. What, what did Psychonauts choose <laughs> narrative do that would be better? Oh, don't. Than... It's good, dude. Just don't. Whatever you're doing, don't. <laughs> just whatever um, you're it's doing. It's actually you, what he always does. <laughs> I know. I don't know if you'll believe me or not. I think it's for I'm the intricacies. Like, that I'm you guys don't even it. have to explain. It doesn't matter. I'm the one who's championed this game more than anybody, but it's not even my personal pick for best story of the year, even though I do think it's quite good. If you think about like, what's the overarching, like solid storyline, it's, it's fine. They've got really interesting story threads. I think I've talked about that to you guys, but like, yeah. it's not my favorite overall story of the year. And I love that game. So, um, I just don't think it's going to win best narrative. It's not, it's a little bit too like, Hey, that side story was good. Or this little person's side story was good, but it's not overall a great story i do think it'd be great if guardians won i love when a game that no one knew was going to come out gets announced and then everyone expects it to be garbage and it's actually really good i love when that kind of stuff happens so i would love it if guardians wins but i do think life is strange we'll take it all right last two game direction um the nominees for this one are death loop psychonauts 2 it takes two returnal and ratchet and clank rift apart my pick for this one is Deathloop. I think Deathloop's going to sweep, guys. So I'm picking Deathloop. I mean, they're not going to win that much, but yes, they are going to win this one for sure. <laughs> Jeff picks Deathloop. Kyle, which yeah. is... This is like what developer yeah. voters love. Yeah, yeah, Arcane, like, of course, they're going to get, like, the big attaboy, for sure. Okay, Derek? I'm going to go with Deathloop. Yeah. And Dan? I'll switch mine to Deathloop. Dan's on Deathloop. So we're all all in on Deathloop for direction. And again, it's one of those things where I think they're going to... If, if they don't win Game of the Year, which I do think they're going to win, too. We'll get to that in a yeah. second. I think they will at least get best game direction because of the intricacies of how they piece that game together and they want you to start. It's, it's very, very complex. Very, it's yeah, very, super very complex. well done. Who beat that game in this crew here? Nobody. Uh, who's, it's I'm, pretty fa- I'm pretty far into it, but I'm still piecing together. I'm, yeah. I'm probably here's, like 20, 30 hours. Here's my hours problem. In. I played like three hours or a little more than that the, the, like the day or two that it came out and I was into it and then I stepped away from it tried to come back and i was like i don't remember what i'm doing or what like what the yeah that happened to me because i had the glitch going on i don't know if you hit that derek the um where you're in the middle of the loop and then it just like will freeze if you go into the menu and then you have to start that loop over that that section yeah that That happened happened once okay Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it happened that a happened. handful of times for me. So. All right, guys, what's going to win best game of the year? We've got six nominees for this one. Death Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, or Resident Evil Village. Derek, you said Deathloop? Yeah, and it kind of sucks because I think I've only said Village for one category, and that was for audio. So that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm missing and, on something. Resident Evil should have won more. I mean, it's it's one of those years where everyone said it sucks, but it didn't actually suck. It did not <clears> suck. <throat> uh, Resident Evil could have won for action mm. adventure was the other major one, and you picked Ratchet and Clank. Do you want to switch it? What did I say? Action adventure. You said Ratchet yeah, and right. Clank. I still think that's gonna be a pony category right there. I think that's a pretty <laughs> good guess, to be honest. Um, Kyle, what's gonna or Jeff, what's gonna win best overall game? The Loop of Death. Loop of Death. I'll type that one in there. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Dan? I don't know. It takes two. just seems like something that would win to me. Okay. This would be it's, one of the It does years. feel like enough try-hard voters could make that the game of the year. Yeah. Especially with all the take-two <laughs> nonsense that's going on. They're going to be like, you know what? Let's yeah. throw them a bone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could see it winning. Um, Kyle? Uh, death Loop, I think. Yep. Yeah. Not to be boring, but I do think that one. I think, actually think it's going to clean up. I think it's going to win most of the categories it's nominated for. You know, I'm not going to be happy. It's not like Last of Us 2. I think Last of Us 2 will, will be like one of the only ones to do that, honestly. Well, I think that the love for Deathloop is overflowing. <laughs> so I think yeah. there's a lot Listen, of... Listen, as somebody who's 20 hours into it and has not played probably even close to as many games as you guys or gotten as far... I've played probably as many games as you guys, but gotten as far in other games. This game is worthy of all its praise. It's I why absolutely. I, yeah. it's why yeah. I'm death looping goat as fuck every five f- seconds because it's that good. Yeah, so it, it is very, very good. Um, something about it when I tried to go back to it, because I remember loving it and then I tried to go back to it and then I was like, oh, I don't really want to play this. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because it's you do have to kind of consistently go be in it. Like, because yeah. when I was dealing with the glitches and I stepped away and they went back, I was like, what, what am I doing again? But then, yeah. yeah, once you get back in the groove, it's, yeah. All right, let's talk about a few headlines here. Uh, a Marvel MMO is in development at DC Universe Online's developer. So it's the same folks who actually, if you go way back, they, um, the guy, the guy who's leading this was the lead on City of Heroes, which mm, is nice. one of my favorites same. from back in the day. I loved that game. Um, so that's going to be based on Marvel IP. Um, it's still unannounced, so it's not official, but it's happening. Um, it was in some kind of investor call. Uh, investor calls, man. That's where all the news comes out these days. Yeah, man. Um, Dying Light 2 has finally gone gold, so it seems... I mean, it, that doesn't mean it can't get delayed, but if it does, it would be a right. minor delay, you know? Um, so I think we're getting closer and closer to Dying Light 2. I actually still had that on my list of games to consider for Game of the Year. As I was looking at our Game of the Year award conversations, I had to eliminate a few okay. that have gotten bumped, and that yeah. was one of them. Um, forgot about that one. Um, Metroid Dread's developers, Mercury Steam, they are developing a multi-platform action RPG Ooh. that is currently titled, the project is titled Project Iron. So remember that Metroid Dread isn't the only game they made. They, of course, did Metroid Samus Returns. We heard about that. But they've done, they've been around for a while. They did stuff like Castlevania, Lords of Shadow, and its follow-up games. So they know they know action RPGs. They've been around a little bit. So... That'll be interesting. And that's going to be multi-platform. It's not Nintendo exclusive. Yeah, I like the fact that it's multi-platform. Me too. Me too. I just need to see what they do there. Um, you mentioned It Takes Two, Dan. This is kind of funny because basically there's it's a trademark something. claim. Against, it's, not a, it's not a lawsuit, but it's a trademark claim against them from the uh, Rockstar parent company Take Two, which is hilarious to me because 
one of their main companies is Rockstar, which is such a common phrase. Like, are you going to sue everyone who tries to say Rockstar right. now too? Like, not sue them, but you know, trademark claim, whatever. Um, but yeah, it takes two, and I think they lost that trademark claim, didn't they? I think they had to abandon it, but they're trying to like resolve it. I, I mean, it's I don't understand these these concepts of like, well, it's a word, so I'm gonna like copyright the word or whatever. It's like it's like when Trump tried to like be like, people have to pay me money for saying you're fired and, and like bull, bullshit like that, like. The only thing I'll mention here is that in the world of SEO and where internet's so important, I can see where Take Two wants to be the official uh, company that shows up when you search for anything involving Takes Two or Take Two. So I get that Take Two wants that, um, but this is just a little bit silly. It's <laughs> this is, very this silly. Is a little bit silly. Very silly. Um, but hey, listen, go ahead, Jeff. No, I was just saying it's petty. Yeah, I agree. It's very petty. Maybe yeah, it's, it's just to that. Maybe they know they're going to lose the case. They don't even care about the case. It's just to put it out there that if you're ever thinking about naming a future game, you won't do it. Yeah, you're going to have be. to deal with them coming after you. It could be. Not every not everything is for a win. Sometimes it's for future wins that they don't want to have to deal with. Also, chances are pretty good. This is their legal department who maybe don't even care about video games. This is just their job and they're going after mm-hmm. anyone who's using their, I mean, they're not, they're probably not like, I hate that game. Let's take them down. Like they're, they're not, it's, it's yeah. very much a business, not personal thing. I think that's my guess. All right. Yeah, uh, well, let's, guys. We think the setting for the next what? Bioshock game has been revealed. Um, we're pretty sure. And this is thanks to our good buddy. And he doesn't know who we are, but we like him. Uh, Colin Moriarty over at Sacred Symbols. Um, oh. And he actually tweeted about this uh, recently, too. So you can go check this out. But there's alleged details. It's still in the rumor category mm. that this in development fourth Bioshock game, which is by a new um, developer called Cloud Chamber. And they're targeting a 2022 release, by the way. And according to Colin, it's going to be taking place during the 1960s in a fictional Antarctic city. Interesting. That's kind of cool. Uh, if that's the setting, it'd be a new setting. All Antarctic um, cities are fictional because there are no cities there. That's Nobody's true. there. That's what you think. You uh, are a liar because my boss at Nordstrom just moved to Antarctica. You are a liar. To be with the penguins <laughs> in Penguin City. That's because no, they retired. There's no, there's no penguins there, Jeff. To be a store manager at, at Nordstrom. Who would have thought retired. there'd be a Nordstrom in Antarctica? It's the only one that hasn't been looted yet. Um, all right. Yes. So, I know, yeah. Penguins are standing by. Just wait. Um, Grid, <laughs> no Grid Legends, there, Chef. Grid Legends is the racing series from Codemasters, published by EA. It's coming out February 25th. They revealed some stuff about it earlier today. It's coming out to all the big platforms, your Xboxes, I mean, your Playstations, and your PCs. Does anyone actually care with Forza being around? I mean, come on, let's be honest. I like the Grid games. I'm, I'm being facetious, but, yeah. you know. But Obviously, Forza saying, has set a bar, right? You know, Forza it has. has set a bar. Yeah, but this last Grid one that came out uh, was actually really, really good. I've heard good things about that one. Um, yeah, so okay. Grid Legends will be out February 25th. They were like, hey, what's a pretty open window where no other games are coming out? How about end oh, of February? Yeah, yeah, February. Very helpful. <laughs> but to be fair, there's not a lot of racing games are going up against, so maybe it'll work out sure, well. Sure, sure. Um, the Ascent, previously an Xbox console exclusive, uh, has been rated for the PS4 and PS5. There was no guarantee that would always be an exclusive to Xbox. They're not, it's not developed by them or published by them or anything. It was just exclusive for a while. But now that it's been rated for Sony's platforms, I think it's pretty safe to say it'll be arriving there cool. at some point. So it's pretty solid probably game. Probably in six but, months. So it's probably yeah. a year console exclusive. Yeah, I'm th- you're probably right. It's probably a summer probably a summer release on sony uh speaking of sony they are 
that game there's a rumor right now that they might be launching a competitor to game pass this spring now people would already maybe some folks would argue they already have ps now that is the competitor well have you looked at ps now it's got a good game selection have you tried it because i don't think it works all that great personally the times that i've tried it are you sure why have you not brought fab on here to to (laughs) i should destroy you well um yeah Fab still exists i haven't seen him in a while or maybe i'm just not he exists i posted about this today and he had some thoughts um anyway this is according to jason schreier um i haven't i don't follow him on twitter but people were retweeting him and i was like what's this um and i think kyle you brought this up too uh, but sony's planning a new subscription service codenamed spartacus to take on the game pass that's being pitched as a three-tier service that's going to merge playstation now with playstation plus the highest tier it's rumored could include ps1 ps2 and psp games no word on whether or not that's going to connect with things you already own like no one knows about exactly how this is all going to work um, they're likely to keep the PlayStation Plus branding and PlayStation Now at that point, of course, go away. And it all just falls under the PlayStation Plus umbrella. And you pick one of the tiers, whatever those are called. Probably mm-hmm. gold, silver, bronze or something like that. Who knows? Like the trophies. Um, they are not expecting, as part of this rumor, they are not expecting new releases on day one like Game Pass gets. So like Horizon, for example, or God of War would not, in theory, according to this rumor, appear on day one on this. That that doesn't mean that it's not going to appear ever yeah. or that it wouldn't appear, you know, in short order. They want the sales. We don't we don't know exactly what that means, but um word is that it is a much stronger offering than PS now. So I've got two thoughts that even if they didn't do day and date brand new games, they could still have a successful um platform. Number one is I think can they make third-party deals and get some third-party games day and date like Game Pass does? They get some third-party stuff that that could be a step forward. And then you do have some brand new games, even if you don't or you want to still hold back on your exclusives a little bit. That'd be good. I also think you need to make all these games downloadable to play because yes. if it's stre- if it's cloud only, I don't want in on this. No. Um, and that goes for Microsoft too. Like I tried playing something on the cloud uh, with my it's got a direct line in right by my. Uh, modem downstairs. I was playing on my Xbox One, just trying their cloud service. It did not work great. It's very pixelated. It would freeze, and then it would look great for about 30 seconds. And I've got uh, 850 megabyte download speed per second. That's so fast. it should be working fine. And there was no, no one else at home. So uh, I tried it out, and it was not working great. So that I think it's just still in beta. They're still working out the kinks. I just don't think it's a great... So if, that, if that's what Sony's doing, then I don't think this is going to win. And Here's... the last like wish list I would have and I know this too. I actually have a third one I just thought of. Make it a PC friendly like Game Pass is. The fact that mm-hmm. I can jump on my PC, do Game Pass stuff, download games there. I can do all the cross play and cross save I want with it. There's a few games that are only on console, but there's not very many. Most of them are on both. Um, and then there's a few PC only games, which is cool. They've made some third party deals. Microsoft has with some PC only games. If Sony can do something like that, I'm not saying I think they will, but if they did, I think you've got a legit competitor to Game Pass. Even if you don't put your first-party games day and date, I think you'd have a good My issue is the pricing, because here's the thing. PS Plus right now, if you just want a month, is 10 bucks. Game Pass Ultimate for a month is 15 So my issue is you can't do $10, $15, $20 scale. Then you're, you're really like setting yourself up for failure. To me, the highest price point you can go is 15 So why do you have three? I, to me, you can only have two. You have to have a $15 and a $10. You can't have a five. You can't. They're, they're not going to drop it to five. And what do you guys think the tiers will be? What will the differences be? 
Well, they spe- the, in the rumor it was specified, right? Wasn't there the differentiation between? They they, they suggest that the highest tier may have older games. But I that's think all that it's I bullshit. Yeah. There's no there the the rumors of three tiers is it it it's would too be com- a, you're complicating it. Like, you're yeah. complicating yeah. it, and the pricing doesn't make sense. You cannot yeah. charge twenty dollars and not be releasing. They day have to release one. a competitive price to Game it, Pass. Like you it have has to, to be in that realm of hey. Like you cannot charge twenty dollars and not release. Especially because you're the unproven commodity at this point. You're like you're you're the one playing catch up. Like you can't ask for twice as much, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless like, unless it is something like with the PlayStation One, Two, and Three games, they th- to them that's like such like a big like oh my god because obviously up until this point we still don't really have that. I, um, sure. I do but think they'll maintain their current. about that. I think they'll maintain their current PlayStation Plus subscription at a similar price. That's going to be one tier. Is you maintain PlayStation so. Plus yeah. you currently have, you get your couple free games a month, and I think that's the one tier. I think another tier is maybe you get access to a certain library of games maybe it's just ps5 ps4 games perhaps i don't know and then maybe the highest tier is all your backlog on your previous systems that's that's what i'm saying that's the rumor yeah but if your tier starts at a minimum of ten dollars just based off of what it is gonna have to go to 20 right that's gonna it would have to go to 20 and there's no way if you're not offering day one horizon forbidden west you're not offering those games why would i pay you twenty dollars yeah, I agree with you. $20. If they did do those games day one, if that part of the rumor turns out to be false and they are going to do that, then would you pay 20 bucks? You get I'm going to be two. honest with you, it's still a no. Because the only reason why I do Game Pass Ultimate is because I always buy it when it's on a deal. And Microsoft's a little bit better than Sony at offering deals on their, like, you know, when you first join, a dollar for three months. And yeah. then you can always find deals where you're not paying Forty-five dollars for three months. You're paying twenty-five or thirty dollars for three yeah, months. Because for, for me, I paid a lot m- less money overall for game purchases. I, I was looking yeah. at my history of it with Game Pass because I always have new games that are rolling in that mm-hmm. I'm interested in. So yeah, that helps place, me not splurge so much. PlayStation Plus only really goes on sale like good sale like around Black Friday. Yeah, like it's, it's like twenty dollars off, and then that's pretty much the best that you can. The only way you can really get it year-round cheaper is if you go to CD Keys, and and that's or not that. legit. That's not legit. So yeah. that's not Sony going to CD Keys and be like, hey, we'll offer you a bunch of keys for cheaper. That's CD Keys being shady. <laughs> so, like, that's my issue. Like, to me, from a business standpoint, unless Sony... And I know they've been, been doing some really stupid stuff lately, and it's that arrogant bullshit that they do... But I don't think they're that dumb that they're like, yeah, PS1, PS2, and PS3 are so awesome, we can get $20 a month. No, you're not. You're dumb. Get out of here. Yeah. It is important, though. To me, that's that's like a major selling point if that's not added in there. like, Because, again, we've talked about, you know. Uh, Add it for 15 15 is reasonable. Preserving the history of these things. Like, they should be, like, not being able to play, like, Metal Gear Solid 4, for example, is, is absurd. Dude, so. if they pie in the sky. If they deliver on a $15 a month price, they do deliver on day and date for their major exclusives, like that you can get a day one. And if everything's downloadable and you get this whole backlog, like then now they've, in my opinion, they've told Microsoft, like we've got something maybe even better than what you have, even without the PC element. Like now you've got a legit competitor and hopefully something like that would make Microsoft go like, all right, well, we got to up our game now. Like that's what you want. You want like yeah, everyone because yeah. Sony has the history, the the, the back history, you know, Correct. the backlog of their history Absolutely. of games. So you know. Correct. Yep. 
So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm with you, Derek. I hope that it doesn't go above 15. I, my gut tells me there's going to be a 1999 tier. That's my, that's my gut terrible. telling me. But that's I could terrible. be wrong. Um, I mean, that's Sony's MO, though. They're just going to charge you more for the thing that Xbox does cheaper. It'll be, I think and there'll be a 1999 tier, and then I, I think there'll be a, a <clears throat> discount where if you buy for the whole year, it averages out at like 16 a month or something. Like, I think it's going to be something like that. Derek, would you pay 20 bucks if uh, Crash Bandicoot slobbed your knob? <laughs> I mean, probably not, because I can get that for free from Okay. Amazon. Okay, well, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. He'll put on the outfit, and then he'll do that. <laughs> um, just don't let him do a spin move. That's devastating. All right. So <laughs> I, I, I apologize, Tim. I know you probably had a rated PG-13 show <laughs> the last six weeks without me here. And now you're moving into rated R. Yes, none of the other guys on the show use naughty language ever. You are correct about that. I would would never do that. I have never, not one time. No, I've just been, I mean, I don't have the 70 or 80 hours that some people do to do podcast (laughs) editing. Right. So I sometimes will just slap a, hey, this episode's explicit label on there and move on with my life and be like, sorry, you know, and... That's probably what I'll do this week, too. And back in the day, day, I used to care about, you know, keeping it clean. About me? I I know. I remember those days. Oh, Uh, oh, that was such a girl thing to say. Sad neglected Tim. That was such a girl thing to say. All right. So uh, Nintendo, speaking of old games, Paper Mario 64 is hitting the Switch Online service December 10th. If you have upgraded to Switch Online (laughs) plus expansion, whatever. That's called one yet. game it's at a, a time. It requires you to do it annually, so I can't. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, one game at so, a time, guys. Paper Mario sixty four. It is a. It is kind of a classic. I, I don't know that I would call it still a game that you could try from scratch and love, but I, it's got some good nostalgia if you played it back in the day. Um, and lastly, a new season of Sea of Thieves just launched this past week, and I think this is pretty cool. I know you guys hate Sea of Thieves, or some of you do at least. Uh, that's okay. I won't talk about this long, but this is cool. You can actually create. Majority of the show loves. See you can create your know. own treasure hunting quests for other people. So it's oh. free for players, by the way. So you actually can, mm. if you have a valuable item you or a couple of items, if you've used those chests before, you know you can put three items in a chest at a time. So you can bury up to three items in a chest. You create a map for it, and you can post it on a quest board, or you can keep the map hidden and see if someone ha- you know finds it. So there's lots of different things they're letting players do to create That's other cool. pirate adventures for other people and other additions like fireworks and stuff like that. Uh, to the game but i think the treasure map stuff is, is pretty neat i like that all right that's cool can you hide the map up your own player's butt and make another player take it out of you or is that off the table that's it's not mod. specified that's but table. it doesn't say that you can't so maybe it's a mod yeah. i think it's a mod it's a mod <laughs> wow. it doesn't gaming. say that it doesn't say that you can't do that who <laughs> no so all right guys let's talk about stuff we're playing as we wrap things up here for this week and i say that because we're probably halfway through with how much stuff we're playing um all right so the solar ash just came out and this is one of two i would say it's a relatively big game nowhere near the realm of halo infinite of course but it's one of the bigger games of december that uh won't get acknowledged for for game of the year and i think it's a bummer because solar ash is actually quite good and i think it could have gotten some recognition maybe maybe somewhere in those awards who knows but i think it's pretty great but i want to hear what you think first jeff because i know you played more of it than i have my my general take and i sent you this message is i think it's like shadow the colossus and haven and the pathless all somehow the three of them together made a baby and and it's solar ash that's kind of what it the vibes that i get from this game Uh, but what do you think about it so far I, i like it yeah that's exactly that's exactly the description i would use for it so uh yeah i am 
I just finished my third area, third boss. Um, I make sure to 100% the area where, like, I, you know, do all the... There's, like, a couple side missions you can run into. You can run into a stranger or something, and he'll tell you a story, and then you can find more chapters of that story as you explore. Um, so that's optional. But there's optional suits you can find, too, to change suits. So I make sure to do all that stuff before I move on to the next area. Um, but, yeah, the big bosses that you fight are basically, like, Colossus-type figures yep. that you um, you grapple to uh, from a distance, and you... Um, the traversal is basically part of the like it's essential that you skate because you that's your that's the way you travel in the in the game. It's essential that you skate while you do combat. Like traversal is the priority, and then combat is like secondary to that. Yeah. Um. So when you're on these big colossus things, you're basically skating and jumping and slashing certain uh, checkpoints to get Rapidly. into the final checkpoint where you hit them in a, a like a crucial whatever you want to call it death blow. Um, and you have to do it like three times or, or four. I don't know. It depends on the difficulty. I th- Does I the overall theme of stabbing eyeballs continue? Because so far yeah. the first area, I stabbed a lot of eyeballs to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that still okay? The eyeballs are actually the eyeballs belong to the Colossus feet, uh, uh, whatever you call them, the Colossus beings, the colossal beings, the, uh, the remnant, the remnants. Yes. So the, their eyes are like spread out on the city, and each time you stab them, it moves the eye back to the being basically you know yeah, so if you have them. an issue with eyes being stabbed yeah, yeah. The same there's a lot of stabbing eyes and stuff <laughs> yeah uh, sure, uh, sure there is actually a lot of there's they're dumping a lot of lore on you and i'm i'm totally lost i'm gonna have to probably read a read a wiki on it or something but apparently this takes place in a, in a you know distant future a different universe or whatever where this group of people developed a technology to be able to travel through black holes mm-hmm. but black holes are still devastating to planets they can still you know swallow them like they do and um, she, the person that you're playing is trying to save her planet from being swallowed up by a black hole. Black hole. Yeah, they're trying to like or turn, essentially turn the black hole off, like trying to render yeah. it inert is what they're trying to do. Sounds impossible, but you know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like I guess the main goal of what you're trying to do. And the remnants, I'm still kind of shaky on how they exist. Like, are, are they, they providing energy? Like, are they echoes or memories on the, on this planet that you're on or something? Yeah. Or could be. Is the black hole causing all of these things to appear? That didn't used to be there. It's like making. There's some people that you run into their memory is totally shot, not what it used to be. Mm. I, and the suggestion is like the void is causing that. Um, yeah, there's the story wise, I'm still really shaky on it. But gameplay wise, I can't. I mean, I can't put it down. Yeah. And it's a short one too. So like three bosses down, I have three to go. Oh, okay. And I, I think total it would be like seven, eight hour experience. That's why I think the comparison to Pathless is really apt, because that's also a yeah. shorter game. It's got a handful of bosses. It's got interesting visuals. Lots of that kind of sliding, like sliding the, yeah. slash gliding around. It's, it's all about similar. momentum. The difference kind of like is Pathless this is. one's very melee, where you are trying to, like you said, grapple to a spot mm-hmm. and do a lot of melee. And I don't know if you unlock um, uh, distance weapons of any kind in this game I or not. Okay. Pathless, it's all about your bow and arrow. So that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Is Pathless, mm-hmm. you're sliding around and shooting at the bow and arrow, and in this one, you're sliding around and smacking things with your weapon. So yeah. Um, and and the enemies slightly change each area you unlock. Like the third area unlocks these things on the these little enemies on the wall that can like pretty much like hone in on you. Like um, what what do you call? The, dang man, I'm not really good with words right now. I'm still sick, so lay <laughs> off me. But. <laughs> But where your words at, bro? You, and and you can follow their their trajectory before right before they snipe you, so you can just like you know boost out of the way really yeah. quickly. But you do have to go up on the wall where they are and slash them off. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they appear in places where loot is, and you're like, okay, well, crap, I really got to get in there. Um, that's another thing that the game is great about. It's good to explore, too. Like, you can find a lot of loot in the in-game currency that buys you um, repairs for your shield and stuff. I was going to say, is there, like, upgrades and stuff? Or? Yeah, that's the only upgrade, really. It's kind of a small, okay. so there's not a whole lot of upgrades. I, th- I don't know if people are familiar. This is the Hyper Light Drifter developer. Right. Right. This game's totally different from that. So it is. There's some there's some similarities in some of the art styles, some of the design, but otherwise it's like a 3D version, like as opposed to pixelated. A little bit, but aesthetically, but definitely, yeah, it's definitely a different vibe in that game. But yeah, Yeah. cool. I I like it too. I'm glad to hear that that it's good after that first area, which I thought was pretty fun. I'm just now starting the second area, so that's good. And the areas are all distinct, and and I think that the game, the level design is actually pretty cool. Um, So yeah, it's good stuff. Kyle, I know you did some traveling over the holidays. We missed you last week. I want to hear a little bit about your Pokemon as well as your Shin Megami Tensei Five experiences. <laughs> uh, well, I beat Pokemon, so yeah, whatever, you know, and graduated to like what I like to call adult Pokemon, which is Shin Megami Tensei Five. Um, <laughs> Very yeah, adult. It's, it's really that's, good. That's like Pokemon without their tops on. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's like yeah. it's a Pokemon, and like there's like naked demon girls and like uh, and Pokemon after giant, hours, like demon, you know, Pokemon penises. after hours, after Pokemon hours. after hours. Yeah, um, I really like Shin Megami. I think this is the game I'm gonna like pour a lot of time into. I think I think it's really great. I think the turn base. I mean, it's 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 the same classic like rock paper scissors turn base in terms of like it's and Pokemon's kind of similar in that way as well. Where Obviously, different uh, enemies are, are um, you know, uh, susceptible to, to certain attacks. And if you exploit those attacks, you, you get more turns, you know. So that's classic Persona, you know, uh, combat. It's classic Shin Megami Tensei combat. It's just really awesome. Um, and I think the story is really good. And it's fully voice acted in English. And the, the English voice acting is really good. The graphics are awesome in this game. The art design is really good in this game. Um, I think that um, it, it's super hard. It makes no apologies for like how hard it is. So it's like um, I don't know. It, it's something that I don't see like Nintendo making a lot of games of, and they're just like, yeah, we'll produce this game that's like completely alienating to all people who are not hardcore like turn-based like fighter uh, turn-based uh, combat but games. They're not scared of that. I mean, they do that with Fire Emblem. Even it's Metroid true. Dread no, you're right. Because Fire bit. Emblem's pretty hard. You're right yeah. about that. And that and that's actually a first-party game, not just a, a game that they were like, hey, be our, yeah. you know, you know, being inclusive for a little bit. Yep. Um, but like, I, it's just, it's, it's super awesome. Like, I, if y'all have any interest in this type of stuff, like, it, it, it's, it's worth taking a look at. And the, the music's really good. Um, I'm just having a great time with it. I'm yeah, like, so if this one wins best there, RPG, you know? you're saying deserves it. Even with the if other it does, I didn't vote yeah. for it. I would, but like if it won, yeah. it's because it it is, you know. And like it. I'll tell yeah. you, like, and I I've been enjoying Tales a lot, but like this is a little more my speed in terms it's of like, that makes themes sense. and stuff like that, the demons and the angels and stuff like that. It's very very cool. Nice. Uh, <laughs> is Crash Bandicoot in this game? He is. Yeah, he he comes in and uh, he uh, helps you, uh, you know, exonerate uh, demons. So okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. That's good. Spyro That's shows up also. Right? Spyro. So, Spyro doesn't. No, we oh, cut. You know, that's the line. He was in no. four. That's, he that's was the in, line. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You only get one mascot per game. So okay. yeah, he was in. He was in four. Uh, Derek, anything that you're gaming these days? Uh, still playing Deathloop, like all the time. That's my main game. Um, as far as some smaller games that I'm trying to get through before Infinite drops, I'm trying to beat Call of Duty Cold War's campaign. Um. And then I'll move to Vanguard because I I was one of the few idiots that bought Vanguard apparently. I have it too. And, 
<laughs> and then I yes, apparently. <clears throat> and then um I'm finishing up Halo Reach. So Okay, cool. Nice. And of course Forza Horizon five. I have still you tried out uh, I haven't heard your thoughts on the infinite multiplayer stuff yet. Have you tried much of that yet? I've only played a few matches. I absolutely loved it. Like it was real high quality. Like just even looking at the game and and playing a multiplayer game that looks this good and I'm going, Oh gosh, I'm gonna be so excited when I see the campaign. Like mm-hmm. because even though it's gonna be open world, I still think it'll have maybe a little bit more level of detail. They usually can do more detail in a campaign than they can in multiplayer. But the game looks so good multiplayer. It's smooth. It actually, I think the reason, and not just me, I think there's a lot of people that are starting to jump on the bandwagon of like, Microsoft makes good games. I I see the turn. Like, no disrespect, and I know you guys are big fans of Horizon 5, but in my opinion, Horizon 5 is no better than any of the previous Horizon games. Like, it's they've been putting out this type of quality for a while and yet yeah. all of a sudden people are not just in on this podcast but everywhere and unlocked i had to leave that group because i was like please shut the hell up you're you guys are annoying but they're just like i can't believe forza horizon 5 is not up for game of the year well why weren't you whining about this for horizon 4 and i think the big turn is you have more people getting and jumping on xbox because of game pass ultimate and things like that yeah, and now, that's true. now they're all of a sudden these are great games. But the reason I brought that up is Halo Infinite, it gives me that nostalgic feeling for the very first Halo. Yeah. Yet it's not like they just went back to the very first Halo and went, we're just gonna make it over again. They I think they went back to the very first Halo and said, What made this game special? Let's take that. And now let's make it modern. And I feel like they've nailed it. Like gameplay, visually, musically. Like I was just the other day, I just went on YouTube and put Halo Infinite and I put um, uh, soundtrack. And I shared it to ha- the group yeah, earlier this week. I was so, like, hey guys, work tunes. <laughs> yeah, and I just, music it just as soon as I start hearing the music, it just takes me, I have no problem admitting it's nostalgia. One of the more underappreciated soundtracks, I agree with you there. The Halo music is amazing. Yeah. So I'm really excited. So no, I haven't played the multiplayer a lot, but the little bit I played, I actually wanted to play with other people. Like, I don't know. Oh, he died. Uh-oh. R.I.P. Uh-oh. He maybe so, he said it. He said a time limit. Oh, oh there, there you are. He's back. back. <laughs> a time limit. Okay, that was it. <laughs> oh, well, we you right. froze off at a certain point. Froze okay, up. real quick before we start before we talk about a few other games. Uh, hype check for Halo Infinite campaign. Is this like as soon as it's available, I'm starting it and not playing anything else till it's done? This is for all of you. Like so, Derek, you too, of course. Or is it? I'm gonna have it downloaded. This is me. I have it downloaded, and I can't wait to play it as soon as I kind of wrap up whatever current campaign i'm active in uh are you pausing everything and halo campaign what are you guys doing i mean the plan for me is to jump in right away but i there is going to be the issue with Deathloop is apparently Deathloop's like a 12 to 13 hour campaign yet i know i'm over 20 plus hours and i don't even know i know i'm advancing this story but i don't know how close i am to the end um because you kill the same bosses over and over because you're looping. So I don't know, like, I'm progressing and, and getting more data, but I don't know if I'm going to finish the game anytime soon. So 
I don't want to abandon ship on that one. I re- yeah. I don't feel the need when I play Deathloop to be like, I have to beat this game, especially since I heard the ending's kind of a disappointment. I'm not playing it for the narrative. I'm playing it because I enjoy every loop. I love going in there and just strategy, the strategy of killing whatever boss I want to kill or if I'm just looking to upgrade my character. So I don't want to abandon Deathloop, but Halo Infinite is the game I really do expect will be my game of the year. So as soon as it releases, I already took the 8th, 9th, and 10th off work. I'm jumping <laughs> Nice. Out. That's awesome. Uh, Dan or Kyle or Jeff, any of you jumping right into that as soon as it's out? Or are you going to... I'll jump right in. If it catches me, I'll play it until I finish it. If uh, if go. I just feel like, oh, this is great, I'll just play it whenever I want to. You yeah. know? So we'll see how we'll see how I ride the wave. Dan, you going to jump in? You're going to yeah, wait till I, you play the other Halo games? Yeah, I, I like to play, you know, I want to get from beginning to, to end or to current when this one yeah, comes yeah, yeah. So why didn't so you're you not going to have any point of view on this game this year, is what you're trying <laughs> no. to say to us right now. Okay. I played the multiplayer. It's fun. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Jeff, what about you? I'm so sorry for offending you. <laughs> slacker. I, yeah. Master yeah, Chief that really highest slacker. Master Chief. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to try to prioritize it. I feel like I'm going to beat Solar Ash this weekend because it's not that long. Um, that's the only game that was kind of in my way, but I do want to beat Psychonauts 2 eventually. Uh, that's a long yeah, I'm, I'm hearing nothing but dirty stuff out of Jeff's mouth right now. <laughs> dirty stuff. He's hearing dirty beat stuff. It. It's not that long. And <laughs> when he said Psychonauts 2, I thought he said Suckin' Nuts 2. I was like, wow. She's doing nuts. a lot of dirty stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's a reach. That's a reach. Yeah, That's you are I playing heard. Halo Reach, sure, because that is a Reach like map. Uh, well, let me. Jeff's yeah, sick. I don't. Jeff's I don't sick. think the campaign's going to be that time-consuming. Uh, I mean, they never really are. I mean, unless this one is suddenly now it's like a thirty-hour campaign. I just don't see Which that one? happening. Halo. Halo yeah. Infinite. Yeah. I actually think it is. I think it's going to probably be if you just do straightforward, like only follow the mission uh-huh. points. I think it will probably be your normal Halo campaign length but i think by the videos i've watched it's pretty much full-on playground so just go from one area knocking out bosses and everybody's saying how fun it is it could be a long 20 to 40 hour i was gonna say i think it's gonna be easy to spend over 20 in this campaign we'll, we'll find out though i guess yeah or infinite oh. hours i plan on i plan on firing it oh up because i want to be able to have impressions of it but i i might i might start it up and as real story stuff starts to unfold i'll probably stop and go back and replay four and five and this. That's mm. probably what I'm going to end up doing. Because I played one through three and never finished four. I need to go back and do those. So I'm telling that's, you, that's Halo nice. Reach is gold. Just read the way that. Reach is awesome. Man. I need to Halo play Reach is play so good. Hey, guys. So good. Uh, Derek brought up Forza. Uh, so I have two quick questions for you. And one reminder. So the question, Derek, if I've, I feel like I've maxed out Forza Horizon 5 to the point now where it's just like, hey, there's new challenges unlock and there's new cars. I might jump back in and play. But I've kind of explored every corner of that. If I go back and really truly dive into four, did five have a whole bunch of changes that I'll be like, oh, four just doesn't do it for me anymore? I don't can't notice. I can't remember the differences. I played four for probably. I haven't played five and gone, wow, this is such a step up from four. Like all it feels like to me is that it's just in a different location and more detailed and has more power because it's Series X. But but when you play four on pc or even on your series x now if you have a series x or series s it looks amazing i'm going that. to look and feel just like five that's why i said i don't understand 
Well, something and, about the adventure and the exploration in five so, hooked me more than four. I don't know what I was, it is. Yeah, I agree. I was just playing four, but I, I had told you guys I downloaded four, and then I did go right into five. So yeah, I, it doesn't feel super different to me at all. But it I definitely like the I like the environment of five, the kind of vibrant, yeah. like kind of Maybe tropical location. Uh, don't forget, guys, Playground Games, the developers of all the Forza Horizon games, they're making Fable, so they know how to make a, yes. an adventure game where exploration is key and advancement is fun. Like. It's going to be interesting to see them do a non-Forza Horizon game. I'm excited for whatever they end up doing. And they absolutely They're should really be nominated good. for Game of the Year this year. That's, I mean, come on, bro. Yeah. Forza yeah. 4 I, came, out, came out in 2018, stood no shot at Game of the Year. Absolutely Yeah, 2018 no was too this stacked. This year, they stood a shot. Yeah, 2018 yeah. was too stacked. But anyway. But I don't think that's the reason people are, are crying for it now. It's not. 2018 was stacked. It's Nobody was right. talking about 4 except xbox gamers which that wasn't a loud they were a minority now yeah. everybody's talking about it because it's bigger and i tried to say this in unlocked and i got a bunch of people like you're not even making sense i was like no you're just stupid you're you're a sheep you're you're a moron so shut up yeah it's it's true uh, and Four i'll take is... the other i'll take the other uh foot uh welcome all new forza fans the game's good and i'm glad y'all are enjoying it there you go <laughs> ah, thank okay. you kyle i appreciate now, it now <laughs> who, ca who cares that it's kyle. like more popular now like it's a good now game you hate for... positive kyle? It's, it's a good it's a good <laughs> no 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 not at all I'm, I'm saying positive things i'm like it's a good game and people deserve oh, I to hate you right now enjoy yeah, it. Your positivity no, you don't. I mean, okay, Forza 4 I was in my 10 that year. I don't know. Same here. It, for, uh, every Forza Horizon has been in my top 10 year. list since those games have been coming out because they are that good and they've always I'm, been I'm very that excited good. to see what they do with the DLC because all their DLC is great for these games. It's so. great. Yeah, that, that's going to be awesome. What they do. That's all I'm saying. I'm not hating on people jumping on liking 5. I'm hating on your acting like 5 is leaps and bounds better than 4. It's not. Yeah, you are fair. just playing it. That's it. I mean, you Ford never sold 12 million Ford. copies. It was, a hell, it was a super popular game. 12 Go million. Play four. It's a lot of Ford units for amazing. a racing game. Uh, Dan, what are you playing? I'm just, uh, you know, chunky, deep in that chunky slice of Skyrim, just like last last week. So uh, Sometimes it's fun just to, like, just all stay up in, in, the, <laughs> in the old nostalgic game for a while. I don't blame you for that whatsoever, yeah. man. I, be, uh, I became a werewolf, so now I'm a furry. furry uh, I'm a furry, just like Gaston. And a lot of guests on for this episode. Maybe too much. Uh, <laughs> cut them out, please. Cut them out. I, I just uh, confronted some vampires, so I'm going to do the old werewolves versus... I'm going to do the Twilight story. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do Twilight. Cool. Anything so involving uh, vampires and werewolves needs to have Kate Beckinsale, or I'm not going to participate. Oh, no, absolutely. So, absolutely. I think that's a good stipulation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's a must. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I am... As Jeff would say, diddling a couple different little games here and there. I have to mention, in my background, it really is a joke. Because this game really did come out <laughs> on Xbox Series S and X and PC on Game Pass. I saw this yeah. game came out on Steam and I kind of chuckled at it. Like, oh man, they'll make a simulator for everything. Um, and then it was but on Game Pass. <laughs> it's on Game Pass, so I downloaded it and played it. And basically, you are starting your own lawn service. And you're growing your lawn company. So you hire, like it really Sweet. is a game. You hire employees, you mm -hmm. buy more gear, you buy more bays to buy more lawnmowers. Sounds like a job to me. Dude, it is it is very much work. And when you go to mow the lawns, <laughs> it's not like it speeds it up for you. Like, you're going slow. Yeah. You can get fined for going over their flowers. Like, oh, it's, for Christ's sake. It's, it's, oh, wow. uh, it's, it's a simulator It's a simulator. Yeah, I was going to say it's a simulator. Yeah, so. yeah. It's funny, though. Like, I... 
um, I let the kids try. We were trying the cloud version of this with my kids to let them drive around. And of course, they thought it was hilarious to crash into everything and go over the gardens and wreck everything and see all the sure. little warnings come up like you're going to get fined. And they're like, ha ha. So whatever. <laughs> not real um, money. But if you're into that kind of thing, it's that's what that game is. Um, Evil Genius 2 World Domination is the way I'll describe it is it's like two point hospital, but you are either a villain in the Incredibles or maybe you're Gru from Despicable Me. Like it's that type of a vibe mm. in terms of like being a villain or, a you know, um, the bad guy in a story. It's very lighthearted bad guy, kind of that noir <clears throat> style, too. Um, but, yeah, I think it's very much like two point hospital. The, the characters and art design remind me of it a lot. The way that you build your rooms and then you you set items down and you have requirements to keep your staff or, in this case, your minions happy reminds me a lot of Two Point Hospital. So it's not the like same kind developer, of, is it? I don't think so. Okay. But I do think if you like that game and that kind of, yeah. know, kind of base building or it's not a city building, but that base oh, right, building right. type of a game, then it's worth a shot. Plus, it's free on Game Pass, at least. Um, and I think it is on um, on other consoles, too, although PC is the, the way to go. I do like the cover operation element where you are running a casino on the front end where agents will come in and investigate and you have different uh. options to send your minions out to either capture, distract, or kill them. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. And it's called World Domination because you have a world map where you are sending your minions out and you, you train them up in different specialties and you send them out throughout the world to set up criminal networks and start stealing money from different places. And then if you do too much, you raise your heat too much and then the heroes will come in. So, anyway. If you like that kind of stuff, that's exactly what that game is. And then thanks to Arcane, which, by the way, I think is one of the best things Netflix has put out in a while. And they put out a lot of really good content. I just personally, mm. that show really hit for me. I love Arcane. Yeah. Um, so I'm shocked at how much I enjoy anything attached to League of Legends. I shouldn't like anything that's no, connected to League of, League of Legends at all. So I, we talked about this last. I was like, what, is there anything else in this world? I want to experience more of this. Is there a game? Is there something else? So I, and I, we... I just realized that Ruined King, a League of Legends story, actually just came out. It's an RPG that's been in the works for a little while. Um, so I grabbed that on Switch. It's 30 bucks on all platforms, and I'm playing that. I would describe it as, when you're exploring, it reminds me of Divinity Original Sin. Like, that's kind of the vibe as you're walking around talking to characters yeah. and, you know, opening barrels and just getting all kinds of items. It's a little bit like that, not nearly as deep RPG level. Don't get me wrong. So don't expect that. But it still has that kind of vibe. And then the combat reminds me a lot of Battle Chasers Night War, which a lot of you probably don't know about, mm -hmm. but Final Fantasy X, it's a little bit like that, where you've got like the the order of attacks coming yep, up and yep, you kind yep. of plan accordingly. But they have a really cool battle system I wanted to highlight real quick. It's this it's these three lanes at the bottom. And so for your normal instant attacks, you don't use the lanes at all. You just pick your your instant attack and do it. And then for your lane attacks or your special attacks, those cost you mana. Um, and so you use... Um, you can use one of three lanes, speed, balanced, or power. And it's exactly what you expect. If you do speed, the either the healing or the attack is lowered, but you'll attack quicker. You can move up the order a little bit, or balanced is right where it normally would be. And power is you charge up a little longer, but your healing is better or your attack is better. They have all kinds of ways to kind of reposition where your attack's going to fall in the lane based on height. So there's some cool strategy stuff in it. I really like the combat a lot and ability points in this game are like equipable items instead of ability points because you just assign them or you turn them back off and assign them to somebody else or somewhere else mm -hmm. um so the way you upgrade moves is not like uh there is a bit of a skill tree element but you're like equipping a, an ability point on that to activate it and then you can deactivate it and put it somewhere else without... that reminds me of final fantasy 9 a little bit that's a little more like nine you know what other game has that avengers 
Oh, yes. Stop it, Jeff. That excellent Marvel game. They really do have that. that Um, do they? Because honestly, yeah. I don't even remember. <laughs> the last thing I'll say about it is I do I do like the way you're, you're exploring and you see an enemy and before you go into the battle screen, it's a turn-based battle system, so it'll mm-hmm. take you into your separate battle screen. And before that, it's a little bit got that Mario RPG vibe of where you can, if you can sneak attack them or jump on their heads in my RPG, you can do some damage. And this, you have a, each character that you control has a different, what they call dungeon attack. So one character can shoot, another one has this giant tentacle attack they can slam down, and if you hit them ahead of time, then now you've got some kind of advantage. Either you did damage to them, or you stunned them for a turn or something. So I like that. When the exploration world, yeah. you can give yourself a little advantage before you get into the battle. But I appreciate that. I like this game a lot. It's not like a 10 out of 10 instant classic, but it's a game that, with all the games out there, especially kind of these types of RPG turn-based games, this one I think is... Standing out a little bit. It's very piratey, so it's the pirate vibe. Like mm. that's the kind of the, the story theme and the just the setting like and the characters. The, I like the samurai. He looks cool. Yeah, I, I want I want to play as him. Yeah, I don't. I haven't played I'm, as him yet, but I'm pretty early on. So definitely like, cool looking characters in this universe for sure. I'm yeah. going to buy it. I'm just gonna wait. I was kind of hoping when it released that it was a twenty dollar game because I think. Yeah. Well, maybe Battle Chasers was more expensive. It, it was. Have... It was forty when it came out. But now oh, it's yeah, cheap, it right? Expensive. You can get Battle Chasers for super cheap all the time. So. Well, it was just on sale last week for seven dollars and fifty cents. And Battle Chasers is worth owning. Um, it's if fine. You're in yeah. This game. yeah. Yeah. So I do recommend this one, especially if you're kind of riding that high off of Arcane and you want to experience more of these spin-off League of Legends stories. They've got more coming out. The people who made that game Rhyme are making a game from some League of Legends champion. Hmm. It's kind of a 3D open world adventure game. Looks a little less action-y, a little more adventure, like exploration-y. There's a side-scrolling action game starring Echo, who's a main character in, um, okay. yeah. in, in Arcane oh. as well. Okay. Um, so they've got some stuff that they're putting together. It's kind of cool that they're Arcane doing Arcane was really good. I don't watch shows. <laughs> I barely watch movies. Shout out to Dune. I made it an hour into that <laughs> trash crap movie. Oh, jeez. Um, right. Best movies nope. of the year. You're don't uncultured. Yeah. <laughs> you uncultured swine. Yeah. Uncultured, yeah. intolerant, you ignorant. Ar- you must have binged Arcane, right? B-hole of a person. Yeah. I've, I watched it in the last two days. Yeah, so. I'm actually surprised you watched that because normally that's this like animated stuff's not your thing so much. So well, I'm working from home now, so it's yeah, a yeah. lot easier. Yeah, yeah. This but show yeah, it was really good. It was great. That show's amazing. Um, all right, I know I talked a lot. There's a couple things that I'm planning bouncing around between games a little bit. Anything else you guys want to touch on before we wrap up with stuff like Arcane that we're watching? Any other games you're playing you want to highlight? Can I want to shout out. Um, for some reason, I want to shout out Last Stop. I mentioned it last week. This is just a follow-up because I did beat it. It's not that long. Um, the three characters that you play as and you play separate chapters for each one, they do converge, and the final chapter is actually really good. So there's that. So it made yeah. sense at the end? Yeah, it did. I was like, oh, this actually really came together really really nicely. That was That'd really be fun. hilarious if they never connected them, and it's just three different <laughs> stories. Yeah, it's just three different. And one of them is like a totally normal person that works yeah. as, who's a spy, and you're it's like... It's Lawnmower Simulator for one of them. Yeah. They just mow lawns. But yeah, it's actually... I mean, if you're into... It's because it's story-focused. The gameplay is almost nothing. So... Gotcha. Uh, I mean, there's some stuff you do, but it's just very minimal. I'm not going to yeah. gush about that. But the story is a very interesting and worth checking out on Game Pass, at least, so... Well, speaking That's of story, I, I do think that Arcane, a League of Legends, a League of Legends story, I can't even say it, um, that show Legends. on Netflix. 
despite the fact Lol. that it's got an Imagine Dragons opening song, which Yuck. is Ugh. kind of like the go-to Ugh. for some reason these God. days. Shout uh, out to I like Imagine Dragons, but that is a terrible yeah, song. This, none See, of I, I don't me. like Imagine Dragons, and I don't like that song. <laughs> I just no, don't think it fits the vibe of the show. You know what no. I mean? It doesn't. That's my issue with it. Yeah. Like, his, like, you're my enemy, enemy. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, no. Get the yeah. fuck out of here, man. Yeah. This should have been a more emotional song, I feel. Like, like there's some excellent a, music in the show. Yeah, it's already got a good score. Yeah, going no, in, yeah, in the whole show. It does have good music. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's too the bad. orchestral score. score and, a lot yeah. of people, myself included, are going to skip the intro because the music is not the best. And, um, and they'll hit skip intro a lot, but the visuals on the intro are actually really cool. So if they had yeah, left it, at so cool, just, yeah. they had left it at just an instrumental. Just use the score from the show now, anyway. My thought process on it was, as somebody who <coughs> used to watch Netflix shows, is they usually do if you if you start the intro to Arcane, like the very beginning is actually like how they start most of Netflix shows where it's like mm-hmm. this pan image and then it's like soft music. And then that's when the song kicks in. Yeah. So I do think they were actually doing it to be different. Cause they're like, we always do like the emotional orchestra song with like yeah. these images of the show or whatever. I just feel like this song and again, not a hater. I don't you listen to their albums, but I like some of their songs. No, they're you good. Should, you should be a hater. Hey, listen, when they, when they first came out, that big Revolution song, that was actually kind of catchy and a little bit different, and everyone used it all the time for all kinds of stuff. All well, kinds their of problem is they keep stuff. copying, pasting their own stuff. They're like, and hey, now, that works. now they've Let's become the Nickelback of pop rock. Yeah, like, exactly. That's, just, that's, just that's, why, that's why people fell out of like, or even mild acquaintancing of right. Nickelback, <laughs> is because they just kept repeating their own shtick, and you're like, come on, guys. evolve, guys, come on. Agreed. But this show is amazing. It's If you're wondering what it is, it's basically... I, I'm not going to give any of the story points away. It's worth watching because the character development is amazing. Even these side characters yes. that in the first few episodes you're like, that's interesting that they've got... They're, why are they showing this person to me? Well, that's because later in the show, they're actually going to have even an intro where it really digs into their history and you're going to care about this character by the end, even though maybe yeah. in the first half of it they've only been on there a little bit. So they do a great yeah. job with characters. Really great job with characters. The story is fascinating. And I think the visuals, you guys talked about this already, are absolutely mind-blowing. Oh, the, the animation is amazing. And uh, you, yeah. can, you can see that a lot of love and care was put into the detail. It, like, there's a particular, and there's a bunch of fight scenes and, and epic moments that are great. But I, I think my favorite might have been, and I won't say between, who it's between, there's a bar fight in the, oh, okay, I think it's the yeah, second yeah. to oh last God, episode. Oh, it's, the last it's the last one. I think it's the last episode. Okay, last yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, last one. And it's not like it's the final conflict but it's one of them and boy is it so well done like personality wise it's it's got a combination of fun but also serious it's like it's a western it's like a western type vibe too yeah it's great and it's really great Um, and they're uh, doing like a standoff almost like a western duel basically with their melee weapons and uh yeah it's the overall vibe of it is very similar if you've played (laughs) a lot of like especially final fantasy games like you've got like yeah. the upper class up here and the lower class and the undercity it's, it's and, not like uh, the story is anything like you, exactly like unique and like oh my god i've never seen this before it's but it's character. just it's really well done yes. like yeah. it's just all yeah. high quality yeah you can be derivative all you want you just got to do it well also they hint at a massive world which is why i started going like well yeah yeah, yeah. what are the league of legends characters so i looked up all the champions and this is literally just a you like to say chunky slice this is actually a quick, pretty pretty thin slice of the overall Very. lore yeah. In League of like Legends, it is hundred characters. Yeah, there's Jesus. 150, and they all have and their every own story. one of them has their stories, and yeah. apparently that's what kind of sets League of Legends 
apart is that they actually have good stories and good yeah. backgrounds and good yeah, lore. Yep. So. And, and I, hate, I hear that, but it goes one in one ear, not the other, because it's still League of Legends. <laughs> like it's like League of Legends. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So know. of course, when I watch Arcane, I'm like, "How is this good?" And everybody's like, "Well, you know the lore," and I'm like, "But yeah, but the game." But listen, I, mean... I went down the rabbit hole, man. If you go to their website, and if you ignore the stuff about the game, forget about the MOBA or yeah, yeah, whatever kind. Is it MOBA? You don't is need to, it's a MOBA. It's yeah. a MOBA. Okay, so forget about the game itself, and you and it'll still advertise to you. Play now, play now, play on the phone, whatever else. Ignore that stuff. And just read on their site, like they not only have amazing artwork, like if you just look at their champions list, their yeah. artwork and their alternate outfits are just it's like, dude, yeah. they hired legit artists and oh, yeah. background story writers on and all writers, this stuff. Yeah. They also have a ton of uh, comic book stuff, some backgrounds, like they have all kinds of stuff. And now they're actually turning it into, as you can see with the show, a really deep dive on a TV show and some mm-hmm. really interesting games like the the Ruined King game takes a few different champions that are in League of Legends and they've grouped them together just like they did with Arcane. They took some champions and mixed them together into their well, backstory. League of Le- well, League of Le- Legends has always been popular. It's always been one of those things where like I hear the name and I ignore it. Same. Like, it mm-hmm. has no it has no impact on my life. Same. But now that I've watched this show. And I've watched a lot of reviews on Rune King. And even that, one of the reasons why that that Rune King is um, reviewing well, it's like over 80, is yes, they're like, yeah, it plays fine. It's got some cool strategy. You know, it's turn-based RPG, which isn't my thing anymore. But it's, they're like, it's the story. It's the characters. It's good. And so I'm like, ooh, I want to buy Rune King, just even if I don't beat it, just to support this, what League of Legends is now doing, or Riot yeah. Games is now doing, that's going, mm-hmm. hey, we MOBA's going to be popular, that's not going to change, but now let's start taking our characters yeah. and let's start putting them in RPGs. Maybe yeah. they'll do an action-adventure game. Dude. Who knows? Maybe they'll do a, if, a story-driven first-person shooter. Like, if they can start branching out and going, yeah. okay, we have this universe that we can just dive into and yeah. tell like different I, stories, I'm on I'm on board. I mean, don't right? forget, they did Valorant as well. So they, they do a lot okay. of the online Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, if they if they take, like, the visuals of this show and gave me, like, a 7 remake or, like, Tales of Arise, like, that kind of action RPG, like, that would be sick, dude. Absolutely. Be, I really, awesome. I mean, I made a post saying that I want Arcane Studios to make an Arcane game. Like, I, I think that, they should. Yes. Yeah. I think they could. Sure. They make smart games and they like make. Like a sneaking a around game. character? Like, if yep. there's some kind of, like, stealthy character in their universe, like, that, that would be actually a they perfect They have tons. Dude, they got all kinds of assassin Ooh. characters and stealthy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, they, I, I did see a lot of people saying, hey, now that this show is making everyone interested, and the new game is making everyone interested in the original game. Most devices don't go play the original one. Maybe try the mobile version if you're really interested. It trims down the list of champions to 50-something, and apparently it's a lot more starter-friendly. So if you're really interested, you could try that. They do have a couple of other mobile games, like uh, Hextech Mayhem, which features um, the little mustachioed fella from the show. Um, Yeah, yeah. the uh, Hagen something. Heimerdinger. Heimerdinger's in that. The fluffy Uh, little guy. Yeah, Convergence is going to be the Echo um, side-scrolling action game. Um, they've got Legends of Runeterra, so if you liked Hearthstone, um, it's kind of a battling card game. It's a it's a card collection game that's set in this uh, world as well. And then Song of Nunu. Kind of reminds me of that movie Abominable, because you've got a little kid, and I guess they're a champion too. It's a little kid with his giant Abominable Snowman-looking beast mm-hmm. uh, friend. So it's the two of them together. Oh, like, like Rocket and Groot. That's great. 
That's cute. Yeah, or like Kate Sith, speaking of Final Fantasy. Yes. Um, yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, so Arcane, of course, is amazing. Um, anything else you guys are watching you want to highlight? Uh, I just uh, wanted to yeah. second your uh, Encanto uh, opinion. It's great. It's one of the funniest Disney animated movies uh, in a long time, maybe since Zootopia for me. Is that and, only in theaters? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is the new frontrunner for like best animated movie at the Oscars and stuff now too. So uh, it's I mean it's that good. It's really good, and the music's fantastic. You know the main girl. She was the grumpy, <laughs> the grumpy, She's grumpy cop, cop from yeah from from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Rosa. You wouldn't yeah, guess Rosa. that. She's a great singer. Yeah. She's a good singer. She's also like her character is very light, like very yeah. filled with life and like bubbly and stuff. And that is not her. Yeah. Ro- Rosa is not bubbly. <laughs> I would not no. think her voice at all. Yeah. It yeah. sounds so different. I didn't know she could sing too. That's crazy. Yeah. Don Lugazamo yeah. does a voice in it. There's some good, good actors in there. I don't think you can get a regular acting job if you can't sing. Like nowadays, you have to be able to. Yeah. Do you might be right. You better do- yeah. Except for <laughs> Willem Dafoe. He can do whatever he wants, even if he doesn't sing. And I assume, I assume he's got the voice of an angel. Um, Godspeed, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, and Kanto is, is pretty fantastic. Um, without spoiling anything, because I know that it's still going on right now, how's Hawkeye overall? It's enjoyable. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. The first two episodes for me were a little shaky. I just don't care about the family drama stuff, and they focused a lot on Kate Bishop's family drama. And I get that, because she's new. Yeah. But uh, the third episode really hit a groove that I'm like, please stay here. Please stay in this groove. The third episode is just fantastic. It's got There's a chase sequence states. in the, yeah. the third episode that's like shot so well. Oh, okay. It's done, yeah. it's done really well. Reminds me of a Children of Men scene, you know. Oh, yeah. Wow. The camera's yeah. like spinning around and they're doing stuff. Inside in of a car. And yeah. it's, yeah, it's just awesome. You know, I think Jeremy Renner is a great actor, but as Hawkeye, he's always been a little bit dull for me personally. Like, not bad, but never like, I never thought like, there's a leading man yeah. only for his yeah, movie. Yeah. How is he as the lead in the show? I think he's like effortlessly funny and they're adding a lot of heart to it where it's like, hey, don't forget to feel like laugh, but also good. feel like, uh, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of stuff with his family that like resonates pretty good. And um, I think it's you know, more he's, 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 he's going through some like body breakdown issues post being in all these fights and yeah, stuff right. like that, 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 that really humanizes well, his already human character. I mean, he went so. through a lot after Infinity War. So, yeah. yeah. And then after, and then obviously Endgame, everything's, mm-hmm. you know, he did. Derek, you you you're, wa- the, you're watching it too. Things are gonna start getting really personal once a certain assassin starts coming after him. So, um, Derek, you're watching it too. No, I was just saying because you were saying, you know, Jeremy Renner or something. I was like, I don't think it's really Jeremy Renner as much as it's just Hawkeye the character in general. Right. Yeah. So far, He's been kind a little of a, bit second fiddle. Um, still cool. Still very cool. That's why I liked Age of Ultron because they even made jokes about that. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretending to need him is really lift up the team or whatever. Like, it's just there's <laughs> jokes like that about him, his work, yeah. stuff. Yeah. True, it's true. Uh, I will get to that one, but that we've talked about this ad nauseum. Uh, I'll wait for a few more episodes to be ready before I dive into it. It's a short one. You don't have to wait too much longer. So yeah, three three more yeah. weeks, and I think it's done. Yeah, and then we get. Uh, the book of Boba Fett starts after that. So never heard of right it. Right after that. Yep. Never, <laughs> never heard of it. Never, never, never heard of it. it. Bo- Boba T? What? Boba T? <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it, unless there's anything else you guys want to throw out um, there. Just real quick, I watched Dragon Ball Z again literally the first time since high school. It was really fun to watch it. It's definitely corny as hell, but it's still my favorite anime, like, ever. It, it's definitely... it's. It's aged well for me, but I understand why people don't like it. I get it's it. It's aged well. People are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the late I think the Boo Saga doesn't it's get definitely the, not the opinion I would go with. It doesn't go give ahead. the credit that it deserves. I think the Boo Saga is actually pretty great. 
Um, it just starts off slow because you got that Saiyaman stuff going on, and then there's kind of like a tournament that starts, and it's it's a, it's slow, but like Toriyama it, hates that saga, but like I think it's see, fun too. I think it has the best animation. The the animation is at at its peak during the Boo saga. Does it yeah, have I'm, like a yeah. a conclusion? Like, all right, this is over. it's got a really definitive ending. So, well, it's okay. interesting. So I did start Super. Super takes place between actually the last few episodes of Z. And the boo. So there's fight. a there's like a tw- like almost a 15 year time jump in the it's last like 10. episode I think of Dragon Ball Z or 10 Got or something. Yeah. yeah, and this takes okay. place during the time before the time yeah. jump. Because I'm cool. watching Super now and I'm like, oh, so wait, this take because it's weird, like certain things that happen in Super, like as far as like transformations, and it's like, so is that like because it's like they don't really show I that. Wouldn't, at the end. I wouldn't think about it too much. Yeah, well, that's what I mean, because they, they don't show it at the end of Z, so technically it could still work, but, like... It could, yeah. You just see him fighting Oob yeah. at the end. Like, there's no transformations right. or anything. And, um, like, why would he have to if he's a god now? So I just love Kyle's advice, and that's true of, like, everything... Like, whether we're talking Star Wars or whatever, it's like, just... Yeah, man, don't just don't think about, about it too hard, yeah. Well, how does it fit into that? It does just... Just ride I, it, man. <laughs> I will say, I will say with Super, though, I am disappointed about the transformations. It's like, oh, so you changed the color palette? Cool. Like, come on. Like, put it's a little more effort. And, uh, and, put a little and more the, effort into it, though. At the beginning of Super, they, like, interns were doing a lot of the uh, the art because, like, they didn't have the funding to, like, actually hire okay. real artists. So, like, you, it'll, it shakes off all that weird crap. Well, that's what I remember hearing. Like, literally, like, articles, like, Kotaku articles being like, what the hell's going on? Like, why does this look like this? Like, so... It's definitely it definitely gets it's better. Pretty how, it's pretty wild how bad it looks. Heard it here first. <laughs> Dan does not like transitions. That's what we that's what, just said. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Hard pause. There was a hard pause there. <laughs> what? Yeah. You're I didn't welcome. even catch my own transition that yeah. You're never... welcome. I, well, well, I want. I want to throw. Uh, I want to throw. I, I rewatched Tenet, and I just want to throw that back in the public conscious as a really great movie by Christopher Nolan because pe- that movie came out, and then nobody talks about it. That movie's great. Yeah. So everyone yeah. slept so, on it. It's one of the. It's that, one of the greatest high concept sci fi movies in the recent years. It's so. because so, Twilight so, Boy was in it, just like so out of this shit world. on the Batman movie that's coming out. Because Twilight Boy is going to be Batman. It's like you guys need to let let it go. Let it go. Well, it's it's right. more John David Washington's movie than his, but yes, he is in Boy. it. Um, good movie. I, I agree. There's Talk about it. Don't think during, about it. <laughs> came out. Yeah, it came don't out during. Yeah, during your brain COVID. will start hurting if you think about it too hard. So, <laughs> came out during the the lockdown. It was kind of one of the. It, the, did. it was a July release last year, which is yeah, yeah. bold, bold to just hold the studio. So bold. Chris. All right, but uh, yeah. it, it was still it was a great time. Um, I mean, it still made more money than Ridley Scott's movie. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> last year. Um, those damn millenniums. You know what I mean? It's those millenniums. Those millenniums, those millenniums are millenniums. the worst. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you all for listening. Next week, we will do our reactions and talk about the games that won at the Game Awards, as well as, hopefully, have a chance to deep dive onto a spoiler-free talk about Halo Infinite's campaign. Can't wait to give that a shot. So thank you guys for being here. It's awesome to have all five of us. Really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you guys next time. See ya. You know who else is going to be doing deep dive? Derek on Kyle.